from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week in Nintendo Main, we have Shake here to talk about his favorite games of 2023. Plus, I finally got to play a game that I should have played a long time ago. There's only one room for one Minecraft like in this town. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 402, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about Nintendo games and Nintendo, best of Nintendo stuff. And we're continuing our countdown to our own best games of the year with our with our guest this week, Shake. What's up, Shake? How you doing? What's the dilly? What's the dilly? What's the dilly? Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy to be back on. You know, I'm in good company. Happy to, good good to see you. Happy to see yeah. you. Yeah. You know, it's been a little bit... Um. Waggle Fest Gaming hasn't had an upload in about <laughs> two months, <laughs> but uh, and, and there's and there's lots of stuff that I wanted to get up. But yeah, we've been I'm, waiting. I'm happy to be- <laughs> and we're your hosts. I'm Trey. Battle for the bottom, Johnson. I'm Jeremy. Does this game ever end? But kind of don't want it to end. Mikowski. It's long. Yeah. Uh, Shake. Uh, and a special guest, Shake. As we said earlier, we entered accidentally introduced you before us, but it's fine. People know the way this show works. How dare us put someone before us? So. Yeah, Waggle Fest. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen uh, haven't seen a video for a while on there. I understand, you know. Uh, get busy, you went to get the woods to Cabin to come up with new ideas. Like, what's his face did when he wrote that album, Bon Iver, and I think Bruce Springsteen did that too once. Yeah, I went, I went to the woods. Uh, I did ayahuasca. You know, what I mean? nice. I'm back, <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird, but it's great. Too funny. Yeah, it can be like that. Like I remember posting a lot on YouTube when I was like getting excited about it, and then. You like can burn yourself out, or life can life can happen. It's usually how it goes. Or you can just get incredibly busy with uh, other things like podcasts. Well, that's life, right? <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know that that it, it's funny, man. I, you know, getting into content creation in that way, I didn't anticipate um, how time consuming it was, and I love it. Like, I, I, I still have a ton of ideas. I have videos that I haven't posted. Some of them just like. Oh my gosh, is this still even relevant? But I kind of feel like I, I'm at a point where I'm just like, put it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. get back to a point of consistency the way I was like in the uh summer and early fall. But um, yeah, you know, stuff coming. Stuff coming. I got a new I got a new amiibo to show off. You know, I, oh, nice. I, I want to talk about new amiibo. Oh yeah, you got the yeah, I think we got I think we got the same one, right? You got the this guy over here, uh wherever he is, uh the the Splatoon yes, ones. Yes. Yeah. The real tall guy, yeah. The big, yep. big man, and the other two. I don't remember their names. In fact, in fact, I even today in the mail it's came mine and potential ornaments from Club Nintendo. Oh shit! Physical reward. Nintendo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is yeah. it? Physical. Is it a? Is it a patch? What? What is it? Oh, 2024 calendar we got here. The calendar. Oh, cool. Is it now? 
Is the Animal Crossing? This had, you know, the calendar typically has like uh, all of their main properties. Oh, okay. So it's each month has something. I didn't even open this one up. I, and 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 I always do. I like I exhaust my silver coins all the damn time. So I've got all sorts of uh, junk and posters, and you know, I put my Nintendo. I've been exhausting them over uh, new icons now for the Nintendo Switch Online because you can use them. I to buy, out how to do that to buy the different. You just go to the app on the corner and you just pick, you know, you just hit A and it'll buy it on the system. <laughs> and you can change, you have to change them through there too. That That's kind of, the, that's the tricky part is that if you want to change your icon, you have to do it within the new like Nintendo Switch Online app, the little red uh, square that's on the bottom of the, of the screen now on the bottom left screen. You go in there and there's like a, I think on like the top corner, it shows like your icon and you do hit like plus or something and it'll, and you, and you can only make, you can only make backgrounds with they have to be specific to each game. So like if you have a bunch of Animal Crossing ones, you can't like put have a Mario one with an Animal Crossing background or whatever. They all they all have to be in the same game. But yeah, I, I go crazy for that stuff. Like whenever and they do new ones. I know there's Christmas ones on there now and and they did a bunch of Wonder ones and they did WarioWare ones and you know. I entered a bunch of sweepstakes. That's the last thing I did. They, they did, did, did <laughs> a bunch of shit. sweepstakes out. But I jump, uh, yeah, I'll jump on there and I use all my all my uh, silver coins with with that and uh, and yeah, it's uh, and and you get you get stuff for doing things too. Like you get points for uh, playing games that have online service, or you get or it'll be like play Wario on Game Boy Advance or whatever. It'll be like play a game on Nintendo Switch Online. You get extra points for that. Or whenever they do like the the trials, whenever they do like the game trials, you get extra points for doing that too. So it's it's kind of like its own kind of little sort of achievement thing, but really, really small, you know. But yeah, they give you points yeah. for playing games every week, and they give you points for playing, playing points specific games and all that. Those so, are the days. So that's that's why I do it, because I'll end up using all my, all my coins, because I try to, you know, because a lot of them are only there for a certain amount of time, so they'll go away, so it's like, I gotta get them now in case I decide that I need to use that fucking dog guy from Animal Crossing as my icon at some point, which I probably never will, but you know, it's funny share <laughs> that. I I am on it right now, and I and I've been trying to collect like because I'm such a. It's funny. I'm going to say the completionist, and then we we know how that is completely marred in controversy. But right. yeah, got I, got removed from Sea of Stars, uh, even yes, the, from yes. the game. They took him out of the game. I honestly didn't. That's how I heard about it. I didn't know anything about what was going on for that, but I heard that he is. Uh, he had a cameo in there, which has been removed now. So. For anybody like me who hasn't played the game yet, now you when you play it, you won't see his character in there. You'll see somebody else. Yeah, so it's it's wild. But I was gonna say that I have tried to collect the icons um, for certain games. So I, I collected all of them for Breath of the Wild. No, not for Tears of the Kingdom. Oh sure, yeah. I got I got all the Xenoblade ones. Well, I got most of them. I actually missed out on Uni, who was like my favorite character of the whole thing, and I'm so pissed about that. But I didn't but they had like this chibi version of her and I didn't I wanted like a, the real Uni, but we never got that, so I was kinda pissed They about just that. added new ones for, for Mario Wonder. I was gonna say they, they, they put them up yeah, they put them up like every week or I know there's I know there's uh Mario Christmas ones on there too. Yeah. I had seen those. I passed on those. I was gonna say I can uh, can show you how to do it right here. It's just this little red thing on the on the bottom, Jeremy. Oh, the screen looks nice even on that webcam. I'll say it probably looks too bright because it's because uh, OLED and all. Looks that. super right now. But yeah, it's just down on the bottom missions. You just go to missions and rewards. 
and then I'll and then I'll show gotcha. you. And that's I was I'll, trying to do it through my cell phone. Cell phone that's where all the icons are. And yeah, there's there's all yeah the, oh yeah there's a whole bunch of new wonder ones that I haven't seen before. Just yeah. just showed up and they're available till January eighth. Oh, there's some Pokemon ones also. New 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 Pokemon ones because of the DLC Animal Crossing. And at and the top here where the icon is, if you click it, that's how you make your new icon or whatever. I'm still rocking uh 18 volt from WarioWare. So I still got I still got that one going. But yeah, um but speaking of uh Wagglefest videos, are you are you gonna do um are you planning on doing like a best of video or anything like that for your for your uh channel? Yeah. I, I you know, I, I would like to before the new year. I, I think that this was a very like this was a banner year for Nintendo. Like oh, yeah. it so many you know, games. I, yeah, like so many incredible games, you know. Um I feel like starting off the year with uh engage yeah definitely i uh like i said i wanted i wanted to have you on here because i was interested and i'm sure all the all the viewers were as well want to know what your favorite games are for this year so yeah go for you if you want to go through the whole year however you want to do it if you want to do a top 10 whatever you want to do just lay it it on me (laughs) there were so many incredible games now now you got me looking at, at my switch screen Incredible games that came out this year. I mean, listen, we started off the year with Engage in January. In February, we got hit with the Metroid Prime Remaster, which was gorgeous. Incredible. I haven't played it to completion, but that was super fun. Oh, yeah, that that definitely stole my... uh, Yeah, I was... uh, What was I? I was playing um, Persona 4, because Persona 4 Golden was on there, which that was the Vita game that I... That was always the reason that I wanted to buy a PS Vita because of Persona 4 Golden because that's all it was on, and they finally released it for Switch, and I was like, "All right, amazing!" So I and I played Persona 4 before the PlayStation 2 version on PS3, and I was like, "I'm going to play this game," and and I, you know, I, whenever I get a, a game that I already have, I try to play through at least farther than I've ever been before, and I was the farthest I'd ever gotten, and then there was that Nintendo Direct with the Metroid Prime on it, and I was like, "Oops, sorry, Persona," and then I've never played it ever since. I even said it on this show, but yeah, I love I love Metroid Prime. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and I finally got to a hundred percent completion on that game. I've never done a hundred percent, so I got so I got the uh, I got the special ending. Oh, so you scanned everything? That's no, amazing. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't scan everything. I uh, I got all the items. I got a hundred percent of the items. Okay. I didn't scan everything. I'm not that crazy. That's uh, you got all the energy tanks and. Uh, but yeah, um, in, in, in order, so there's different there's different endings depending on how much you collect. Whereas the older Metroid games, it was all based on the time. You know how you got through, like whether you whatever whether you saw Samus in a, in a bikini or whatnot. But uh, this mm-hmm. one was like uh, it depends on your percentage. So if you get like over seventy five percent, you get a different ending. Or if you get one hundred percent, you get a different ending. And I've never I'm, and I never I knew I knew what it was, but I've never actually gotten to the hundred percent ending. So I did get to it finally and yeah it's just basically collecting all of the all of the mich- all the missiles and the, and the bombs and the, and the energy tanks and that sort of thing We're, not the scans i didn't do all the scans because i know that's because there's like ones at the beginning if you don't do them you'll never get them and blah blah i just wanted to get 100 percent of uh items and i did and i saw the ending and all that but no it, yeah it was an incredible game yeah, man. I, I need to play through it the um revisiting the game was really special i i remember um just playing that on my gamecube like you know and it was funny i feel like i i remember getting metroid prime on gamecube with uh what was it true crime came out same time oh, yeah. i think right i had that Hero. game <laughs> <laughs> and i, had I that, got like four yeah. of those. 
Yeah, I didn't get them at the same time, but I did. Yeah, was it two crime streets in New York? I thought there was a couple of them. But yeah, no, I remember. Yes. I, I remember I got one of them because I was, you know, because you know I wanted to have a GTA style game on GameCube and all that. And uh, yeah, I ended up I ended up uh, taking it back and I traded it in for uh, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time, which uh, I loved that game, so I didn't feel bad about it. Because it was, they had a deal. They had some sort of deal going on. If you traded in, you got like more towards it or whatever. And I got it practically for free. And yeah, I traded in for Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. And then I ended up trading that in for some other stupid thing. And I, and I, that bothers me still to this day because I would love to play that first one again. And it was supposed to get a re-release, and it never did. So yeah, I love that. And I never played the other two. I never played Worry Within or whatever, or the third one or whatever. But love that first Prince of Persia. Yeah, man. I'm, I Listen, uh, the Prince of Persia games were incredible. The first one was really dope. Warrior Within, it kind of lost its way to me. Um, was that the one that went like super heavy metal? And then the yeah, third, a little kinda, too metal. Yeah, I heard it got real yeah. real edgy or darker. Or it was like bad heavy yeah. metal too. Yeah, I, I, I think they course corrected with the third one. I remember enjoying the third one. And not as much as uh, Sands of Time, but it was just kind of like a better sequel. But yeah, what if I've been playing like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm literally scrolling through my um oh what I can share with you guys is that I, I did my Nintendo um review, my Nintendo wrap up. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Let's hear it. yeah, what's on there? And the game the, the game that I invested the most time in was no surprise, AEW Fight Forever. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, we haven't um, even we haven't even talked about season two yet, which is uh uh, still not on Switch yet. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to be here next week, supposedly. It's what they're saying. Yeah, Listen, not happy and, about you know that. <laughs> and at this point, I, I'm so uh, like the community at large and the community manager. I don't have anything against the community manager, but I did see in the Discord that they were like, "Oh, it's because of Nintendo," and and they're. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like. Nintendo is not holding up the release of this no, freaking yeah. DLC. I don't think they're involved like, in it. Yeah. <laughs> listen, the day the DLC came out, right, on a Discord, and I'm sorry that we're going off on this tangent about AEW, but it's like one of the most frustrating points. <laughs> like, and I feel like as a Nintendo gamer, as a wrestling fan, um, and a game that is meant to be like the spiritual successor to these AKI games that were beloved on Nintendo consoles. But anyway, the community manager is like, oh, it's Nintendo holding it up. And I'm like, I call bullshit. And one, because the day the, the DLC came out, you know, AEW Games was sell was sending people promotional emails that already had the release date for the Switch is December 27th. Yeah. But when you just kind of look at like how um updates and stuff have rolled out for other games. I know you, you know, you talked about Mortal Kombat 1. That game got like panned just for the performance but i know that warner brothers rolled out a freaking update like literally the next week oh yeah we can actually uh i mean that is on my list if uh of stuff that i played just because they just rolled out a, an update for mortal kombat 1 on switch and it actually works pretty good now like uh i bought it later like after they had updated it and, and the big problem for me was the uh load times and uh, I played it the other day with the new update just to try it. And the original load times that I was getting around like 30 seconds, 40 seconds, you know, in the invasion mode. And now I'm getting like 15 seconds, 20 seconds for the load time. So they like they've so they like cut them in half, you know, and I feel like it's I feel like they've done a lot. Yeah. Comparing like, yeah, that to they've done like they have done a lot of Mortal Kombat one to make it better on Switch. Like you don't really see the the bug eyed Johnny Cage or whatever, all that shit that 
people said when it came out and I would actually recommend it to people if they want to check it out on switch. I think it's totally a, it's a per- perfectly cromulent game just to give it, give it a try, try it out there. <laughs> it was yeah, fun like, for me. I, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the story mode. It was, it was a good time. So they fixed a lot of the shit that was wrong with it. Well, I remember reading that like, uh, if it weren't the next week, like within two weeks, they released a patch for the game to kind of fix some of the performance issues that was was showing up on a switch initially. So, you know, as it relates to the AEW and Nintendo holding it up, it's like, that's a load of fucking crock. Please excuse my French. Um, But when it comes to games that I enjoyed this year, oh, or even my Nintendo wrap up, it was AEW Fight Forever, Tears of the Kingdom, which honestly, I, I it's one of my favorite gaming experiences ever. I think I'd have to agree. Like, so much about that game was like just expansive, but also accessible in ways um, that I couldn't have imagined. The fact that like everything in that game was in some way interactive could have been, um, you know, melded together and you just build contraptions and the fact that they made it so easy and just how innovative it was. Um, I had never, like, I've never found a building mechanic in a game that felt so fun that kind of just disrupted the way I thought about the game. Like, I remember getting to the second dungeon um, and, like, being like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going through this in a conventional way that they want. <laughs> and I was just like, I oh, am yeah. going to, like, just fly around because I don't have the patience or the wherewithal to kind of figure out how to get all of these mine carts to go where they need to go at this time. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to create my hoverboard and I'm off. I hated that. I hated that. My, that, uh, whatever the mine cart, uh, dungeon hated that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, but, but I, like, I love the puzzles, everything about it, the ending, the story, like collecting the tears was so much fun to me. I felt like, um, the story was much more focused than uh, Breath of the Wild, and I love those cutscenes. Um, I was invested in the characters, and, and when I just like even just like perusing the internet and seeing what people were doing in terms of like the bills that they were making. Also, like I remember GameSpot did this crazy advance. Um, what was it? Um, technique on like just fighting and combat techniques and i was like how in the world are they doing this like it was wow it looked like devil may cry five Mm. like dudes were like you know launching enemies and throwing bombs and but i say all of that to say that like tears of the kingdom um far and away one of the most memorable experiences i've had in gaming ever um definitely one of my personal favorites i like that that's up there with like the Street Fighter 2s of the world. Games that like impact and inform like my whole idea of gaming at large. The other game that was on my top three for my Nintendo wrap-up was actually uh Monster Hunter Sunbreak. I played a lot of oh, nice. Sunbreak. And, and 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 that was also really dope because I think that like they kept updating the game and it was for a full year. You know, we got updates to Sunbreak well into the summer. So they they supported the game from summer 2022 all the way until 2023. And they even gave us an, an additional update with a whole new monster, which was super dope, continued the story. So I invested a lot of time in that. Um, what else did I get this year? You know, I enjoyed Horizon Chase 2, love racing games, um, Super Mario Wonder. Ah, here, here is a hot take. 
Here is a hot take, and I hundred percented Mario Wonder in that last stage, that last badge. Oh, you got you hundred percent of it, bro. To get all of the medals, that was so hard. And 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 maybe this is spoiler territory for those of you who have not played it, might be getting it for the holiday, whatever the case may be. You know that there are badges. All I will say is that the very last badge, which is needed to get to hundred percent completion is infuriating in ways that I can't explain. You might break a pro controller. You might break a Joy-Con. Um, <laughs> yo, it's wild. Don't, don't, don't break it, your controllers. They're expensive. <laughs> I thought I would be stuck on it a lot longer than I was, but to, it took me a couple of days of like just playing it all the time when I could. Yeah. Probably um, hundreds and hundreds of tries. I, I stopped throwing controllers once, uh, once I had to pay for them myself. So uh, when I when I was buying my own controllers, I'm like, don't break them. You might just break it from like running it ragged, like. Well, yeah. Aside from just like, uh, I was using my new Hall Effect joystick, so I wouldn't. It would be. Okay. Yeah, shout out to the Hall Effects joystick. Oh yeah, because you got the new uh, whatever the, the new Apito. Uh, yeah, I got the old. Wait, the Apito controllers have the Hall Effects. The newest model does. The yeah. new ones do, right? Oh, I may invest in one now. They're really small, so like, uh, mine's not in here. Co-host yeah. John doesn't really like it because he has really big hands, and like, and even I like it took a while for me to adjust to it because it is really small. But eventually, I was just like, well, this just works. And, I, um, I didn't like that they went away from the original design because the the original design of the pros of the eight bit pros was a uh, was basically the Super Nintendo controller. But with analog mm-hmm. sticks and like handles, which I think is the best design of all time. So they kind of made it more like the Xbox controllers, it's which pretty I much like the Xbox, which I really yeah. don't care about. So now it has like the more isometric uh, uh, joysticks and all that, which I guess some people like that. But but as the extra third buttons, that's the, the back ones. Well, well, mine does too. The, the Pro Two, uh, the Pro, Pro Two Point has like the back, has the back buttons. Set all your buttons like in the app on your phone and stuff. And yeah, this is the same. The the button, the the controller before that had that as well. The the Two Point yeah. did. So and yeah, and, and it has a it has like different. You can set up uh, different settings, and there's a button like like every time like every time that uh, Joe and I play uh, Stadium Stampede online, like whenever we stream it, uh, I just hit a button on my on my Pro controller. That automatically inverts the aiming because you can't invert the aiming on Stadium Stampede. But it's in it's in the game. It's in the controller. So all I have to do is hit a button and boom, it's inverted. I don't have to get on the app or anything. It saves your settings. And there's a little button on the bottom and there's a light that'll that'll light up that'll show like what setting you're on or whatever. Oh, that's what that's for. Yeah, I, I don't use that. There was the same thing for um, what was it? Uh, Shin Megami Tensei uh, three. The, the Nocturne one or whatever that came out, there was a part where you had to like fly through this tunnel and uh, and if you pressed up, up was up and down was down or whatever. And I was, so I would have to invert the left stick and I have a setting for that too, where I would just press this button and this for like this one two minute part of this game, I could invert it for this one part and then just turn it off. And that's what is great about those controllers. It works really, really well. You could just turn it on. There it is. Inverted. Boom. You know, for stuff that doesn't have it, helps me a lot. I, I I will probably invest in one just to check it out. Um, you know, I I like the form factor, and I know like I some people have said those are actually the best controllers for Switch. But my hot take about Mario Wonder: I enjoyed the game, but I was disappointed. It's not as good as I 
thought it was gonna be. I'm kinda in the same boat as you. I, I have an even hotter take. I liked I liked the uh, superstars better than Wonder. But I've spent a lot more time with superstars than Wonder. So that was my uh that was my thing. But I beat I beat superstars. I didn't beat Wonder. <laughs> so uh Yeah, you know. like and and I didn't I, I didn't play enough uh through um superstars and we talked about that and um I enjoyed it's it. It's a good game. Yeah. It's funny, like I, I like the Wonder Seed. I love I think for me there there is always something really special and memorable about Mario games, like specifically Super Mario World and Mario Three that I, I that I long for. And I don't know if it's because I'm older, I don't know what the hell it is. And while Wonder is a great game and it gets close at moments, I don't feel like I was addicted to it the same way I have been other games. Like it, like I could play Mario Wonder and Small Burst and be like, okay, I'm gonna do everything in this stage. And I would do that for like two stages and then I'll just put it down mm-hmm. and then come back to it later versus like being like stuck. Like, you know, when Mario Odyssey came out, I remember like that game having me in its clenches for hours at a time, days oh, yeah. at a time. Yeah. Like, and, and Wonder didn't do that for me, especially coming off of Tears of the Kingdom that actually did that for me, right? Like mm-hmm. every waking moment, I was like, oh, snap. I like, I, I was, I wanted to play Tears of the Kingdom. Um, so I don't think that Mario Wonder is a mid game by any means. It, it's it's a dope platformer. I think it's cool. I like the Wonder element with the seed, the Wonder Seed and how it kind of transforms the levels. But more often, I didn't feel like it was challenging until I got to the Star World. Those oh, yeah. were the stages <laughs> that actually like made me say, ah, this was the Mario game that I was craving. So I'm hoping maybe we get DLC down the road that's a Louis, little bit Luigi more challenging. <laughs> yeah, you know, I because it, again, like if I were to rate the game on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd probably give it more of like a high seven or eight than I would like a, a, a nine or a 10. Um, good game. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed the hell out of it, but not in the way that I, like I, I, I almost wanted more from the game. There was some stuff that was really disappointing too, where it's like you get to the end of a level and it's like, here's a seed. And I'm like, where's, where's the boss? It's like, Here, here's a seed. I'm like, what, what the bosses were like barely there. It's like, what? <laughs> there were plenty of times where I was real disappointed where I was like, uh, what? The bosses were also way too easy. It, where it's like, yep. here, it's like, here, we don't even have a boss here. Here's a seed. And I'm like, what? what? You, you don't want to put bosses at the end of levels anymore? What the fuck's the problem here? I don't know. That was, that was a big disappointment for me. It was a, I was yeah. kind of like in the same, uh, I was agreeing with what you're saying here, Shake. Like, so the whole reason that I played uh, Superstars more than I played uh, Wonder is that I that I was like, once Wonder comes out, I'm never going to play Sonic ever again. So I like, I'm having this great time with Sonic. I need to beat it before I play Mario because Mario's just going to suck me in and, and I'm just going to never play anything else or whatever. That's what I was thinking. So I went and I made sure and I beat Sonic Superstars. And then I started, you know, and I started playing Wonder a little bit. And then I kind of was like, well, I kind of miss Sonic Superstars. And then I went back to that and played the the trip, the extra, the extra, uh, because you get you get an extra character after you beat it, and you get a whole another thing that you can play with that. So I kind of went back and played that character after that, and I don't know. Yeah, it didn't really it didn't really hold me as much. But also, I thought a lot of it was kind of like it wasn't that new, you know. Like, yeah, you can turn into you can turn into people, but you did that already in Odyssey, you know. But now it's two D, 
you know, or like some of the, or a lot of it was stuff you had seen already in the previous Donkey Kong Country games. There was even stuff I had seen in Sonic Superstars that I just played, you know, where I was like, oh, yeah, I I recognize that. Like, there's a part where you're, like, floating in the sky and there's the electricity, like, trying to, like, fry you. Like, that's from Superstars. Like, they they did that as well in that. So I kind of already played it in that one, so it didn't seem as new to me, I guess, because I just seen, seen it there, but I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't as novel. And I think that, like, maybe they revealed a little too much, but also just on even a power-up side, right? Like, I when they showed the elephant Mario, right? Wow, is that I was like, I was like, <laughs> this is about to be crazy. They're going to go off the deep end, and we're going to have, like, tons of power-ups that we've never yeah. seen. And I'm like, the game had, what, four power-ups in general? It It, it had the elephant... It had the drill Mario. I think it was the badges, right? It was kind of like the new power-up, I guess, that sort of thing. Yeah, but it, it's funny. I, and But I also feel like even with the badges, I didn't end up using a lot of the badges. Um, I, I, I used, you know, the floating cap, whatever it's called, for most of the game. There were moments in, in the Star World that I kind of enjoyed how they kind of, like, forced us to use some of the other badges, but it didn't seem like... They were. They didn't seem like they would be very functional in some of the regular stages. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, for sure. It did remind me, like, because a lot of people have compared the game to Yoshi's Island on the SNES, and it reminded me of like there were those really crazy power ups that Yoshi got, but the setting had to be like perfectly tailored to that to even make sense. So you turn into a helicopter. Wow. Well, you have to play a little helicopter stage. It wouldn't make sense in the normal game to be a helicopter. Yeah. I mean, there was a yeah. My uh, yeah, Jess said that too. My wife, uh, when we were playing it, or we were not when we were well, when we first saw the announcement for it, was saying that like uh, a lot of these, a lot of the ideas were like the Yoshi games that had come out before that, like the Super Nintendo one and the sequels as well. You know, which I'm sure they, you know, they kind of put it all together. But once again, not really that new, I guess. It it, it, felt, it felt familiar, like you know, like the like Crafted World and Woolly World and stuff like that. And I felt like they'd borrowed some from that too. Yeah, I again, by no means am I suggesting that anyone not play the game if you're a Mario fan. It is innovative in ways, but I just I, I wanted a little bit more from my Mario this go round. I was super excited, especially like you know we talked about it the last time. This being like the first Mario game post Mario movie, I was like, oh, they're gonna take us all the way there to kind of like cash in. Um, the big seller, right? Yeah, you were saying it was going to be the big seller. I wonder how well, yeah. how well it did. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it did fine. I'm not saying it. Uh, I'm sure it sold plenty, plenty of copies. I haven't really looked the numbers. Yeah. What? So what have I been playing? What else? You know, it had me for a minute, but it Persona Five Tactica. Yeah, there. It is. I was definitely going to ask you about that one because I know that came out after. We, we, you talked to us last on the show and, and I was actually, I was, you know, I, I just didn't, I was surprised that you were so into, um, uh, turn-based strategy games just cause I hadn't, well, just cause we hadn't talked about them or whatever, but, uh, and I know you were real psyched about, about that one, but how is it? Are you still playing that one? Persona 5 text? Listen, I, I, I love the game mechanic, but it's the one thing that no one tells you going into that game is that it's a tactics game. It It's too... It's one part tactics game. It is other part graphic. I mean, a uh, visual novel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And and that part really threw me for a loop because 
the persona games, I think what they do well is that it always comes off like you're playing an anime, right? Like when I played Persona 5, I was like, oh snap, this game, I'm I'm in an I'm in a anime RPG. This game was really visual novel where you're kind of looking at static screens and just lots of dialogue. And like if you're literally just kind of trying to keep up with the story, you find yourself like sitting through these dialogue exchanges that are like 10 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, I just want to get to the tactics gameplay. Yeah. Like, throw me, <laughs> let me. And, and that kind of lost me. And and I think visually it's stunning. I, I I love the chibi art style, but more importantly, just the cell shading. I love games that are cell shaded. Um, it, it always gives me that Saturday morning cartoon kind of vibe. There's a really dope mechanic where you can kind of place uh, your team in like a triangular formation and like take out an entire squad of enemies, which is cool once you get the hang of it. So there's lots to love about the gameplay, but the visual novel component, it just takes too damn long. It takes too damn long. And, and and I'm like, it takes me out of the game. Like it legitimately was like, oh my gosh, I can't slog through this 15 minutes of them talking about, like, just get me to the game. But I would recommend that the gameplay is really dope. Um, it's innovative. I would say for people who like tactics games, it's not too challenging. There were only a couple of stages, at least to what I've played. And, and I've, I've invested at least 15 hours in it. It's a cool game. It's a cool game. It's a cool game. Like if you if you're into the Persona uh franchise, if you like tactics games, it's it's really awesome. I think it's probably one of the better Switch ports that came out this year, you know, cuz I think like I didn't really see any stutters or anything. And again, I think that um the art style lends itself to the Switch. Dope game. Um I didn't I I I own a Mario RPG haven't played it oh uh, yeah i wanted to ask you about that because you have actually never played the super nintendo one correct right so i wanted to know your thoughts on it for somebody who you know had never experienced the original game you know coming into it without nostalgia and all that yeah i i i'm i I am going to be popping my mario rpg cherry and i have not played the game at all oh you 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 should it was a i will say uh I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the original Super Nintendo game, but I think that the the Wii, the whatever, not the Wii, the, the Switch version of Mario RPG is done really, really well. Like, I was really impressed by, I would put it on the same level as, like, Metroid Prime as far as, like, remasters go. Wow. Like, I thought it was done mm-hmm. really, really, really well. So, I mean, if I was to do, like, a top five best, like, re-release remasters of the, of the year or whatever, I would definitely put Super Mario RPG right next to Metroid Prime because I thought they were both done really, really well. And I, yeah, and it, it made the, it made the game better to me. Like the, just like the, just how fast the loading is on like the battle screen. It's like, I watched a video breaking down showing that like the loading for the Switch version is faster than the loading on the Super Nintendo originally. And I was like, that's what I want to see. Like, I don't like it. You know, there's too many times when you see like it in a lot, it's been a lot for the GameCube ports, like the, like Tales of Symphonia and like a Bot and Kaidos also, I, I heard. Is where like it ran better on the GameCube, and now like this new HD version does not run as well as the GameCube version, and that just makes me sad because I'm like, why? You know, like it it ran way better back then. Like, why can't we make it run better now? But it's a uh, I don't know. I, I I think it's up there with with Prime as far as a really 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 well done uh, remaster, and it was done by the people who re, who've like ported every Dragon Quest game 
going back to the beginning of time. So that's pretty much why I think it was so good. So, yeah. Uh, dope. So I recommend on that one. Definitely check it out yeah. when you can. I, I will give that a spin. Um, I, like, my backlog is crazy. And we've talked about this. Like, I have, I don't know. I, I think my Switch library is approaching 300. It's like really close to three hundred. I don't want to. I don't want to count. I don't want to count it. I really don't. It's going to make me sad. I don't want. I don't want. I don't count the games because I have so many. Well, my uh, my wrap up. Uh, I think I mentioned it. I'm sure I mentioned it last week, and I mentioned it on my uh, article that I wrote for Super GG, GG Radio as well. If you want to check that out, my top five. Uh, according to Nintendo, I played 117 games this year. 117 games somehow. So yeah, you can already tell that my black backlog is stupid that's why i made uh that's why i made the top five about games that i'd actually beaten or games that i saw the credits on or whatever it's basically a new game every three days because right? 117 well I, mean, I think a lot of them were probably demos or ones i already had or i don't know yeah i was like i don't think i bought 117 games because you know there was a couple whatever strikes in the movie industry or whatever going on like that's why i didn't get a main reason that i didn't get engaged when it came out was because i wasn't working i didn't have any money and couldn't buy it but I did buy Engage it's later amazing. when it was on sale, and I loved it. It was great. Fire Emblem Engage. Really, really good game. Yeah, really great game. Um, and you know what I liked about Fire Emblem Engage? As much as I loved Three Houses, and and also just kind of in comparison to uh, Persona 5 Tactica, it was streamlined. Yeah, yeah, me like, too. Yeah, I like that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and that's not to say that I don't like story, but I feel like Tactics games, that they... they you know, that's what I'm in it for, you know, just to kind of like play through these stages, think about like how I want to approach this battle and let me jump in, let me upgrade my characters and then put me back on the battlefield. And and Engage was really streamlined in that way. So I did enjoy that a lot. Um, you know, there was also some really dope DLC offerings. You know, I, I talked about Mario plus Rabbids. Sparks of Hope with the Rain Man DLC. I enjoyed that. I've seen uh, I've seen a lot of people compare Persona Tactica to uh, Mario Plus Rabbits, like kind of in the gameplay wise. Would you agree with yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that that's a fair comparison. I think that's a fair comparison. Um, you know, I th I think both really and 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 that's not again not a knock to persona 5 tactic at all like I, I think that the gameplay is really dope um my only the, the only thing i wish um with sparks of hope and the rayman dlc was that it was longer um compared to the donkey kong dlc that was in the original game oh, like yeah. uh in, in in kingdom battle because that felt like a whole new game but yeah, I, I enjoyed the Rayman DLC. We also got really dope DLC this year. I feel like this was a good year, which which, which leads me to it, it makes me think of AEW, and, and I'm like, the <laughs> defenders of AEW need to stop it, all of them, <laughs> all of them. Like twenty five dollars for a season two DLC pass is ridiculous. That's been my biggest disappointment. I feel like the game came out as a half baked uh, beta. And they don't want to admit it. I think that AEW and 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 Ukes and everybody involved is operating in a very predatory way with uh, with, with fans. And and I hate to use the term anti-consumer, but I'm like, yo, for twenty five dollars, Nintendo gave us forty eight new tracks in Mario Kart. 
Well, it doubled <laughs> it, it doubled the whole game. Like it it basically yeah. gave us the same amount of tracks that were already there. So like it took all the game all the tracks that were already on Mario Kart Eight, and it gave us it doubled it. It's like what if we just gave you that same amount? And I was like, that's amazing. I wish they would. Yeah, I wish they would do that with AEW, where it's like we got like fifty wrestlers in here. Here's like fifty more wrestlers or something or whatever. You know, I understand. Yeah, yeah. no, I understand. Everybody's like mad about the prices on the season and all that but i do i do still think that like the game is still fun as is and i still you know it's still going to be on my list it, it has to be because the game led to me meeting people like you and joe and and logan and all these other people from the discord which i would have never met if, if AEW fight forever didn't come out so i mean there was a i gotta gotta give it some props for that and i do think the game is still fun for what it is but yeah it does suck how shitty they are being with the dlc for sure listen I mean, new friendships aside, new gaming buddies aside, we are gluttons for fucking punishment. And I say that because every time we have played that game, we cannot get yeah. through a four-player <laughs> game without some type of crazy glitch happening. Sure, like yeah, somebody we did have that, yeah. Stage, <laughs> someone being frozen. And I think, you know, it's just kind of to contextualize this idea of like a season pass. We already prayed, we already paid a premium for the Elite Edition to get the first DLC, right? But Mario Kart gives you, again, 100% extra game for $25. You've got games like God of War offering an entirely new mode for free. Like, when I think about, like, the recent DLC that's coming, Dead Cells gives you an entirely new way to play this whole castlevania for 10 bucks like so for them to charge you this premium for the elite edition and then say hey we're gonna charge you 25 dollars for season two that gives you access to three characters a new stage and And a a tower arcade ladder yeah yeah it it just (laughs) like so even when i think about um monster hunter rise because i've been thinking about this right like with sunbreak Sunbreak comes out or came out at a premium price of like, what, $40. Mm-hmm. But again, it's almost like you're buying into an entirely new game, right? Access to new monsters, new, oh, everything yeah, yeah. that you about that game. You're it makes getting... all your other stuff meaningless, all your armor, weapons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do kind of have to start over again. But yeah, you know, yeah, Sunbreak was pretty much, was a whole new game, you know, yeah. disguised as DLC, but it's a whole different game. I mean, you go to a whole... Like you get on a ship, you f- go to a whole another fucking place. Like in the story, like you go, you know, it's you don't see any of the monster and rise stuff in there. That, yeah, that can be your whole base. Yeah, yeah, the bases and, and, change and, and all that. And, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I just think that the value proposition when you think about DLC is really crazy to me, and it seems predatory because if every time they release a new season, you're paying twenty five or more dollars, and you're not. And you're not changing the game significantly, right? There are things that people have wanted for in this game for from the beginning. Can we get tornado tag matches? No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can we get like elimination style matches? No. But they're gonna charge you $25 for three three wrestlers and you know this arcade mode. And I'm just like, uh it, it comparatively speaking to some of the best DLC that's come out this year, and we've talked about like, you know, um, Sparks of Hope and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and even stuff that's on other consoles, it's a fucking ripoff. And I don't know that I'm going to support season two when it finally comes out on Switch as much as I have enjoyed the game. Um, 
because I'm tired of being a glutton for the punishment and mistreatment yeah. <laughs> from mutes. They don't respect my dollars or the amount of time I've invested according to Nintendo's yearly wrap-up. So you're out here actually like supporting it and being like vocal about how great it is and trying to get new people to play and you're you're doing the Lord's work. You got like three hundred hours in that game or throat. something. <laughs> you, you got a you got a ton of time in that. Yeah, and you made all those uh, you made all those cool videos comparing all the moves and all that stuff. And I mean, I'm still I'm I, you know as much as I you know I hate doing it, but I'm still gonna do it just because I love the acclaimed. I don't want to see them in the game, damn it. But I'm so pissed that they made me wait a whole month for it. I'm not gonna be happy about it, but I'm still gonna fucking do it just so just so Joe and I can stream it after Christmas or whatever. <laughs> you know <laughs> but yeah it's uh it's it's stupid and it, it really is yeah the whole like the dlc they definitely fucked up on yeah because yeah I, I paid for the i paid for elite, the elite we all did and it should have given us a whole year of download content you know instead of like a partial whatever but but i think but i think aside from that it's still a decent game like uh you know like john had a lot of fun with it and i got the game for jeremy now too and hopefully you play it at some point before the end of the year but uh, I think the story mode is fun, and I think the the basic mechanics are great as long as you don't play online with four people or something. You know, it's pretty fun. <laughs> when it functions, when it functions, it yeah. can be fun. I had a blast with um, a single player. I had a lot. I had a lot of fun with a single player in there. Yeah, I, listen, I, I I love. Look to me, it's an arcade game at its core, right? Like, and when I say arcade game, it in the same way that I loved Ali Ali, and I've said this like NBA Street Playgrounds too. Those types of games that I can jump into, play a couple of play for like twenty minutes mindlessly. Just I understand the game mechanics. It's not narrative driven in any way, shape, or form. Um, I, I get into those games a lot. Like honestly, it, it's one of the things that I enjoy most about gaming. Um, I just wish that they weren't trying to beat us in the head with pots and pans and steal from our pockets. Um, they should at least let us like, use pots and pans in the game to hit each other. You know, we don't even have that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, 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 skate, just skateboards and belts. But you still, you still put a lot of time into it. <laughs> I, I did, I did, and and I would say all, of all of those hours that I've clocked in, I would say about a quarter of those. So at least a hundred hours was me waiting to find online opponents. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I, I never found online opponents. I only, I only played against people from Discord. So you know. But yeah, no, it's a yeah, it it yeah, the DLC shit sucks. And yeah, when you look about look at it against something like Fortnite that has all this like fucking DLC that's free that's on there, or like whatever, whatever else, yeah. And the same, you know, in the Mario Kart thing, like that was included with the Nintendo Switch Online. Like if you play to pay to play online, you get that free anyway. You don't have to pay that twenty dollars or whatever. So I mean, or well, I guess it's the extra one, right? The, the, the expansion pack or whatever. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm looking at like again. I'm just on, you know, my Switch is on Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. The DLC was like what eight bucks? Two new characters, an yeah, entirely new game mode. Like, you know, I. I just don't understand the pricing model considering what we've gotten or what we've already paid. Um, it doesn't make sense to me. Like I imagine like if there's DLC for any other triple A game or even double A game, or I'm like, I'm sure it's going to be freaking 15 to $20. And it's probably going to give you so much more game. Like uh, what well, Xenoblade Two Torna? Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, well, this well this year compare it to my favorite DLC of this year, 
I mean, surprise, surprise. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Future Redeemed, which was the DLC that came out this year. It came out right before uh, Tears of the Kingdom did. You know, they, they got it right out the door. But uh, that one was great. I mean, you could you, you could have bought it last year for Xenoblade Chronicles three, but you get extra you get extra heroes to use in the regular game. Uh, you get like a you get like a sort of a boss rush type thing, uh, you know, thing where you can play like harder opponents with your characters that you have. But there's also a a thirty hour uh, DLC story that's in there, which you know which brings in like stuff from like Xenogears and Xenosaga and Xenoblade Chronicles X. There's all these references to different games where everybody's like, oh, what the fuck is this? And it brings in all the characters from all the other Xenoblades into one thing, and it was done really really well. And it was like thirty bucks or something like that, and I had a blast at that. But that was a, uh, but that's them, you know. They that's Monolith Soft. They're like one of the best developers of all time. So you know they they know how to do shit. They made Tears of the Kingdom. So, you know, don't forget yeah, that they they, they, they make they make a lot of things. Wait a minute, oh, wait. I, I'm sorry, Jeremy. I am just noticing that link to the past artwork with the uh oh with the cuckoos. Cuck- yeah, yeah, the, like that's dope. Is that a print? That is not a print. That is an original painting by someone who's been on our show before, Square Painter. Yeah, Square Painter. Uh, yeah, he was on our show. He we does, actually have uh, a upstairs. I have a I have an Earthbound painting that I bought from him as well. That's in our that's in our wow, living room. Wow, that's amazing. You got I, I just noticed that I'm like, that's so fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, look it up I'm on about... Instagram. He's got really good, lots of really good paintings. Very, very cool yeah. shit. Very he's he just churns them out like I mean he's a graphic designer by trade and so he like Yeah, very good pixel stuff. He does a really good job. He, we had a really good episode with him. I can't remember what episode it was. Uh, his name's Adam. And uh he's uh, he's also in uh Rex Viper, which is like the band with the uh he's james in a Rolf he's in a band with nerd. um what's his face uh the james angry Rolf. angry video game nerd mm-hmm. but no i uh yeah i follow him i follow him on the internet and his all of his paintings look amazing like every time i see a new one i was like oh wow that's cool and a lot of it is just like just stuff i wouldn't think of you know like shit from like the friday the 13th nes game or like just you know a lot of like really random cool it's stuff also really like, framed well and like it's just composed well because he just released a Triforce one that is incredible. It's like all art from the first Zelda NES game, and it's it's really cool. Oh my! I, I am. I, I think that I am going to get one of his pieces. I recommend it. Oh yeah, th- yeah. He did the yeah the Triforce. Um, I've got another piece of triangle here, thing. Piece. Yeah, and I saw he just like, did like a I Maniac Mansion know. piece with the mm-hmm. with the main characters of that, or there's like a Bionic Commando one, or. Or like Mario running up the, running up the wall in Mario World. Like they're just, they're all they're all done really really well. It's also one of those people you got to watch, kind of like Wario sixty four, where only in this case it's like they're gonna post a painting of like it's for sale in their store, and you, you want to go grab it. Like that's oh, what yeah. I did with the Zelda one. Oh yeah, you got to jump on it before it's sold out. Because he when he was on the show, he's like, yeah, I do these like Mario and Zelda pieces because I know they're gonna sell, but. You know, my true passion is the more obscure ones like RoboCop on the NES or something like that. You know, I was uh, I saw that he did like a big uh, Super Empire Strikes Back thing. And I was like, oh, my God, I want that because, yeah, that's like one of my favorite, probably my favorite Star Wars game ever. But I was like, damn, that's awesome. Wow. No, that's super dope. Like I'm looking at some of the stuff that he has on his IG and it's incredible. Wow. Yeah, both he and his partner, artist, um, yeah, they've both been involved in, like, a lot of cool video game stuff. 
but yeah, like the I've actually because you know I've literally got the paintings here to study to see like the technique sort of, and I've tried to sort of emulate it on my own as an amateur artist, and I, I've done okay, but I don't have the the skill and the like composition ability that this artist does. Without a doubt, this person's like on another level. My wife oh has my. done has done some pretty cool, uh, kind of similar stuff with a cross stitch as well. That looks that looks really good. Like, oh yeah, uh, like um, I think you might have one over there. Oh, well, I know uh, we have one upstairs that has a eight bit uh, back here. Zelda stuff if you can on see it. this, if you can see this Yoshi back here, that's a needle point that Trey's wife just made. Oh wow! Yeah, I have a. There's it's a, one of my favorite. I can grab it art. in the break, but I have a I have a Dragon Quest uh, monster that they made for me that was uh, not even didn't even have a pattern for just made it from like the pixel, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, one of my favorite things to collect is handmade video game type art, just because it's truly one of a kind. Like, it's great, and I like it. You know, it's not something I'm just buying and like have. It's something I really, really love and. It connects with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, is there uh, is there any other games you want to talk about um, before the break here? Maybe we'll take a break. In a couple um, minutes. I, listen, I, I think that I have talked your ears off. I, I don't know if there's anything else that has come out that I've invested. Um, oh, another dope game that we spoke about that I enjoyed but I also fell off was Disney Speedstorm. Really dope card game. It was um, good, right? Real good. Yeah, yeah. I liked really, it a lot. Really yeah. Good. Really, really good. I'm like, am I forgetting any other major releases? It's like year? speaking of speaking of something that gives you a lot for nothing. Like you don't gotta pay anything for that game, and they just gave you so much shit. And they're still adding seasons to it and all that. I had a blast with that game. Put a good twenty hours into it for a for a downloadable game. Yep. It's definitely better <laughs> than the um than the rocket racing stuff on on Fortnite, just because there's more to do and more characters and whatever. Not that rocket racing's bad. It's just the Disney Speedstorm is better. That's you. Cool. Well, why don't we take a quick break? Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. 
That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Domain. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Thank you. I mean, you're the one who told us, turned us on to it, and we actually had a viewer or a listener comment on it as well. And it it kind of sounded like we were sponsored by it. But Deku deals, uh, Shake, you were the first one to ever tell me about it, and I check it on the regular. And I think last time we talked, you told me that you were gonna that you were gonna get a bunch of uh, Black Friday stuff. I mean, did you wanna do you wanna uh, share what you ended up? Did you end up getting shit from that or? What did you I, get? I, I don't remember. And honestly, I don't know if I went as crazy as I thought I was going to. Because, you know, um, yeah, my last purchases were um, Tactica, Super Mario RPG, Superstars, Wonder. I did get Klonoa Fantasy uh, Reverie Series. I did get that. I okay. did. I don't remember if I had Sifu or not, but I did pick that up. Um, let's see. Mutual friend of ours, Joe. I, I really wanted him to get a uh, Monster Hunter Rise, and it is on sale right now for fifteen ninety nine, and it's on sale through the twenty eighth. So if you want to find a way to make that happen, and we can all play Monster Hunter sometime, I'd, I'd be totally into it. I'd even throw you a couple bucks for it or something if you need it. I, 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 I'm going to treat. I am going to get Joe the game. I was saying I that. That's on. The, I just want to double check on on Deku deals, and it is still fifteen ninety nine for the base Monster Hunter Rise through good through december 28th so yeah that's that's yeah. a crazy that's a crazy deal for like for monster yeah for all the fucking that monster hunter is amazing game and that was the one that turned me on to it so you'll get a lot of time i mean i'm all about monster hunter now like obviously i haven't played it for a while but i'm excited about the new one and i will be getting it when oh it yeah comes monster out hunter wild right that's i've been brought one. into the monster hunter fold which yeah. i hear is more like a sequel to worlds worlds which i do own but i've barely played yeah i mean it i think so but who knows whether it'll show up on the next nintendo system or not it might it could be on switch too i mean and if not there will be some sort of specific monster hunter on there because monster hunter rise was was made specifically for nintendo Mm. and not to mention all those 3ds games you know where it was all handheld capcom knows what they're doing with that well, and it's a Japanese game. Like handhelds are still very big there, you know. So it's you will definitely and get then, Capcom and, and Monolith to work on something together. Oh, that'd be crazy! Wouldn't it? Incredible. Yeah, oh that, that would be a crazy game. Uh, 
Monster Hunter meets Xenoblade. Like that was, yeah, that would be that would be a wonderful game. Yeah, that would. I can't even. It would be crazy. It looks so cool. I can. Can I tell you that I've never played a Xenoblade game? Like I own. It's all right. It's a lot of a lot of people. Uh, you know, they're they're afraid of the. I've started a lot of Xenoblade it. games. No, I. No, no, I get. It. I mean, they're a. I, I mean, they're a little. Uh, you know, they're really long ass games. I mean, I, I know that, <laughs> but uh, I think that anybody. You know, if you can, if you can find it at a decent price or whatever, you should play three because I think that three was really, really good. And I still, I will forever say until there's a better game that Xenoblade Chronicles three is one of the best games on Switch. I definitely think it's one of the best modern RPGs of our time, as I said in my top five, whatever article. You do prefer it to two. Yeah, I do. Of course. No, three, three was great. I mean, I loved one. I mean, I loved X, and then I loved one, and two was like kind of hard to get into. But I loved one so much that I made myself figure out two. But figuring out two helped me be better at three, I guess. But there's parts of one and two and three, and they do it so well, where like different characters have the way their the way their like moves work are based on either one or two, and you can see it. And it's just so they're super nerdy about it. Like if you know your Xenoblade shit, it's pretty cool. But you don't need to know everything. To get into it, I think the story is done really well, and I think the characters are very cool, and the story is really cool. I mean, they're like, you know, they're like people that were born to to be soldiers, you know, to basically kill each other and be reborn over and over again. It's almost kind of like I don't know. It's like it's like it's like Logan's Run meets like some sort of sci-fi war thing or whatever. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, and they have to. I recommend I recommend three more than anything. Play play that one. It's really it's great. I don't want to say too much to spoil it, but. It was a wonderful, wonderful game. It was like, I think I played it for like a good 200 plus hours, but loved every minute of it. But uh, let's let's uh, do that part of the show where we talk about the games that we got and games that we've been playing. Let's see. Um, I know, Jeremy, you have one game and I got some. Games. I have one game and I didn't really get into it last week, which is all for the best because it's all I really play, played since then. But yeah. when uh, Lego Fortnite came out and i started playing it and i'm like holy shit this is actually really fun i was like i can't start playing this because i've been telling trey that i'm going to play through one of the build dragon quest builders games well lo and behold i had it through playstation plus i already had it on the ps5 so it's been 80, dragon quest it's builders been 85 2 years was the one i decided to play yes no it's a... i started playing it and i mean i had played through the demo before on switch so that early part was a little bit of a slog. I'm like, uh, I don't really feel like doing all this again. But once I got through it, and once I really started to like, kind of become a fan of each, the way the game's divided into like sections and stuff. Yeah, I've really started to like it, and it's actually a really hard game to pull myself away from because I keep wanting to like do more goals. It's very much like you can see your progress around you because you're building your towns up and stuff. So, and when you get, and when you get to a certain point, your, uh, your villagers build for you too, which was really, really cool. Like that was that your was, villagers. What? My mind. Your villagers will build for you when you get to a certain point. Oh part. yeah. Yeah. My, my villagers do build for me. Um, I don't know if you've so gotten I'm there not yet. Like, they'll, they'll start I'm not helping the part, you. Like I, I had them. So what's really cool about it is like, I didn't really know what to expect. And I, and I went to an Island. I'm like, well, I know there's more than one Island, but, it really felt like it was its whole like self-contained adventure where it felt like an entire thing. Like, and I got through it and I, you know, I spent like probably 15 or 20 hours. So I'm still kind of learning the mechanics, but 
by the time I finished that first part, that first island, you know, it's 15 or 20 hours. And I'm like, this game's already given me so much content. And they're like, well, now you're going to go to another island. And that's been a whole other thing. So I'm, I'm kind of at the point of wrapping that one up, the, the desert level. I forget. Yeah. I forget how far I got because I did actually, cause I got stuck in the game and hopefully you get to oh. wherever I was stuck at and you can help me get out of it because it gives you a very vague goal on what to do. And I can't figure out what it is. And I'd looked online and I couldn't find anything online telling me what to do. And I just couldn't, and I just was stuck, but I thought I was like, the third or maybe the fourth because you know you do a whole story and then you have to start all over again from scratch and then you do another one again and then you have to start over again from scratch so i've done a few of those but the good thing is like after the first one you're kind of like isolated which was crazy the other part of the first it was like very much like the great plateau and zelda because it was like kind of a microcosm of one part of the yeah and you get the floaty you get the floaty sail thing too which is totally, yeah. uh, completely, obviously inspired by Breath of the Wild. But uh, that whole section kind of like teaches you all about the farming mechanics. But then you also also have villagers helping you like do that, which is so good because it's just there from the beginning. You don't have to like. Oh yeah, the farming too. So they're all doing everything for you. You just do the fun part of like harvesting and planting and uh, everything else. They take care of for you, and eventually they'll harvest for you as well if you're not around. And that's, but, uh, uh, and I don't know if we mentioned it or not, but Dragon Quest Builders 2, which uh, was on my top 10, I don't remember what number it was, 2019, way back in 2019, yeah. it was probably in my top five uh, best games of the year. And yeah, it was a really good game. It was the only like Minecraft buildy type game that I actually got into. And that was because, obviously because of like the Dragon Quest world and all that. And it's the first, you know, the, the Dragon Quest Builders 1 takes place in an alternate dimension from Dragon mm. Quest 1. So, like, the original Dragon Quest 1 game, when you get to the end, when you get to the Dragon Lord, the Dragon Lord asks you if you want to join him or if you don't. And if you say you want to join him, then he basically kills you and everything goes... Whatever. Everything goes dark and the game and the game's over. So, you actually want to say no so you can fight him. But Dragon Quest Builders 1 took place in that world where you would have said yes, and then the Dragon, world, Dragon Lord would, would own everything and you'd be in the dark place with all the monsters around and everything. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is kind of similar because uh, it has like, I think one of the main characters is like the villain from two from Dragon Quest two. So they, they really like to do that. Like they do the same thing with the game that I've been playing pretty often, uh, Dragon Quest monsters, which has the villain from Dragon Quest monsters or Dragon Quest four with Pissarro is. Yeah. You're basically you as, so. kind of like a demigod as a builder, but you've got like a villain with you. Who's lost his memory. Who's like, yeah, yeah got like these voices talking to him and stuff yeah no it's really cool and like so i will say like it's very corny and horny (laughs) in the second stage like uh the bunny girls are there with the the the, and like the the dudes that look like they're kind of in bondage with the like bull helmets or whatever oh yeah those are like miners so it's like those guys and all they care about is that the only woman who lives in town is going to dress up as bunny and dance for them if they like (laughs) complete the mine so it's just really, yeah. Yeah, those guys with the helmets. I mean, you always see them selling armor in like every Dragon Quest game. Like that's kind of they're like they're always the, like speaking like a Cockney accent. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of more of a localization thing. I don't think that was originally. Obviously, that wasn't originally mm. in the Japanese game, but but yeah, they did that. Actually, they did that for the for the um, re-releases on DS and 3DS. Like I said, bringing it back mm. around to Art Piazza, the guys who did uh, the Super Mario RPG on Switch. So. 
I think that was where a lot of that stuff came with the different accents and whatnot. I guess the original Dragon Warrior game on NES had like the these and thous and all that, which wasn't involved with the original Japanese game, which made me kind which of is still in, yeah, which is still in the translation here. It's like uh, it's just like the monsters that are talking to these speak that way. But no, I just like it. It's really cool. It's um, it's a little vague on what it wants you to do a lot of times. So I have I don't know if I've necessarily gotten stuck because there's other stuff to do, and you'll usually you'll figure out oh I I just need to complete all the side quests because like I'll completely like be almost done with the build, but I'm missing like a few components. I'm like why I don't even have the recipe to build this, so what do I do? And then I have to complete some side quest that I haven't done yet. To learn how to make that component to like finish the build so there's a lot of stuff like that in it which is could be a little frustrating from time to time but i think it's fun and it's a nice relaxed game i've never really felt stressed out by it and you can like arm all your villagers that want to fight and give them all the best weapons that's pretty fun too one of my favorites one of my favorite things about two versus one is like when now when you're defending you're like whatever you've made you can't accidentally destroy your shit like that was part of one where uh when you're trying to fight was people it? yeah when you're trying to fight the monsters that are coming after your building that you made you can accidentally destroy it and then you have to rebuild it like that was that was a big change for the second one where you where there's like friendly fire on your own stuff that you made to where it won't it won't destroy it well i started building everything out of like the strongest materials i have so that would be harder to happen anyway but there's some really cool boss I, battles too in there too and in, in uh in, yeah. in, in two i mean one as well but yeah i love yeah. it it's like it's like an all-new dragon quest game like it's it's got a story to it you know it's a little bit it's pretty vague but i always feel like the stories were and like there's characters you know i feel like there's character development like i said this level's really horny like one guy's had me build a a shower yeah it's that level where the golem here's my uh this is the this is the uh, I don't know if I'm trying to get not too the cool. gold golem. This is the golem that uh that Jess made for me uh cross stitch, based off of the oh, wow. based off of the sprite, and I have a yeah, right- the level I'm in like there's this golem where you have to like collect a bunch of ore to get him to like go from stone to silver to gold. I say right next to it. This is the golden. I bought this at the Square store in Japan. I have a couple of these because these golem guys are are like my favorite Dragon Quest monster character. But yeah, Jess just took a look at the picture and just, you know, cross-stitched it together like that. Wow. So that's, that's a good one there. But I just made a, uh, I just had to make a shower with uh, windows for walls. So there was a character who was like, I want you to make a new shower, but I want it, all creepy. the walls to be clear. And I'm not going <laughs> to tell you why. That's, cre- that's creepy. Just do it. Yeah, no. Yeah, you don't remember doing that? <laughs> I'll say that's, uh, no, I, maybe I didn't get that far. I'll say that that's and I've idea. well and I've been like collecting the uh, night soil, royal soil, whatever, and using that to make fertilizer. And it's a night. That, I think so. I think it's yeah. I think it's actually it, night, well, it's called night soil. Night soil. Yeah, it's basically shit. You're you're taking it is because you yeah because you make a bathroom. I would call it compost if it, if we were well, anymore. You, you make you make a bathroom for people to poop into, and you can and you can go into the toilet and pull the night soil out, and you, you can collect use all it, the use stuff. It, use it for your uh, yeah for your stuff. I remember the first time you I You also ate. use it to feed the worm, the worm that <laughs> terraforms a land. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember that part. Uh the yeah, the first I remember the first time I made a bathroom like there was a big like line of people just waiting to go in there and mm-hmm. take a shit and all that. I'm glad you're finally enjoying it 4 years later. But no, it's a it's a good game. I can't remember. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to like boot it up again and and figure out where I was cuz it was something involving like mines 
and there was like a train track that was in there that you had to do. And, and just, the, just the thing that it asked you to do was really vague, and I just couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. And oh, I, well, I yeah. mean, it's probably where I'm at. Yeah, I had to like repair all the mine the mine the whole minecart track and that part was a little confusing but yeah that's probably I eventually it figured it out because i would like to so get through it some point, but i never did it was on my that part that part that was one of the more like frustrating parts i couldn't figure out what to do but once i like literally just walk from the beginning and keep going and then it'll start showing you in your progress bar that you're doing it right and then and then yeah it's really dumb because they give you the recipe to how to make those after the fact but mm. it, you have to scavenge the pieces of mine track in the meantime uh, so I, I do remember i do remember up. that i do remember doing some of that so i don't know but yeah dragon quest builders too you can get it on switch and also in the meantime you have yeah your own island like the home base where you can go back and yeah where you can build your, like yeah you can build new like and recipes that. and stuff and just do whatever you want i've got a whole crazy farm there and I've been bringing, you know, I built bathhouses and bathrooms and stuff there for people because I learned the recipes on the other places and just starting to turn that whole island into something really cool. I built like a whole river and stuff. I don't know if you got through that. You probably got through that part if you were on the desert part. Yeah, I might be further than you. You might be. Because I'm almost done with the second island. Like I've got my village is completely maximum leveled out and I'm about to go fight the bot the big boss. I thought it was in the I thought it was in the Which third. is Medusa. I was like, I thought I was yeah. in the third part, but maybe I was. Did you fight Medusa? I, I, it's been years since I played. I really don't remember where I was. I'll, I'd have to boot it up and see where I was. So maybe sometime. That's really all I played this week. Like, and I do kind of feel bad for missing the Tetris thing because you missed one. reminded me of it. Yeah, <laughs> Sean reminded well, that... me of it Friday, and then we were like, "Well, let's do it." And then like something distracted us. Still, I think I I put I, it on. I uh, say so you played it right. I, I definitely got it, and it is. It has become my default stage now because, like, um, the way they incorporated the pieces for Mario Wonder is really cool. Like the L pieces. Oh yeah, they look no, really cool. L pieces, yeah. like yeah. they're pipes, like they're yeah. the Mario oh, cool. pipes. Yeah. So they, so they did stuff that was really cool with um, the pieces. Uh, so I, I really dug it. Oh yeah, no, no, me too. Yeah, no, it was it was cool that they actually, yeah, each each different color like represented a different thing that you had seen in wonder. And like that was, that was really, really cool. They, they don't always do that for the, I guess they do somewhat, but not, I didn't feel like it, it was as like as unique for each of the themes. I had like a crazy, I had a crazy week last week. I was like out of town and I was also editing like three of these podcasts and recording one and also doing the top five list. And I basically, every time that I had was dedicated to the show or whatever else. So I had like no time to do anything, but like, what was it Friday or Saturday night when I was finally done with, with the job and all that, that was what I went. I, I did Tetris 99 and I got the theme and then I played a F zero 99, like pretty much until I went to sleep and I played a ton of the classic mode, which is like basically the original super Nintendo game, but like, multiplayer now which they've added which i love oh that's dope yeah it's cool yeah classic mode is my favorite thing on there so it's basically it's like only 20 it's only 20 people at once uh and the and the racetracks are smaller they're they're sure they're like uh thinner but also it's four by three like they change the aspect ratio even to look like the super nintendo and there's no uh you can only boost after you finish a lap like it's not like how it, you know it, it basically makes it like the original super nintendo game and there's no like above. Uh, there's no like above the um, above the racetrack. There's no secret track or anything like that. 
And uh, yeah, I did. I did pretty good at that. I beat a bunch of S whatever level people, and I made it to A minus. So I've never gotten that high before. So I was like, hey, there we go. Cool. Awesome. So, awesome. But awesome. I've been, yeah. I, it was. It's still. I mean. I mean, no surprise. If zero ninety nine is going to be in my top ten best games of the, of the year list, obviously. But I'm glad it's still there. It does. It does seem like there's a little bit less people playing it. But I hope that people keep pushing on. I, I hope they add stuff from the Game Boy games. Like I hope they add like a max. What was it? Maximum velocity and uh, and like um, you know, the other ones. Was it Climax and Legend? Was it GP Legend? Was the other one? But yeah, some of the Game Boy Advance games that came out that were like kind of in that style. I hope they had and maybe add extra racers. Like, there's plenty of there's a lot of F Zero lore to go around. We can do a lot of shit with that. But while I was editing, I, w- I played Dragon Quest Monsters because it's pretty easy to play. Speaking of Dragon Quest, uh, Dragon Quest Monsters just came out like a couple weeks ago. But uh, I've been having I've been having fun with it, even though I don't really understand all the synthesis stuff that's involved with it. I still can't beat any of the giant monsters that I found, but I've gotten closer, I've gotten better at it. But it's, um, you know, I've just been kind of just throwing throwing different monsters together to create uh, newer ones. It's very similar to, to the Shin Megami Tensei games, if you ever played those, where you combine two demons to make a new diamond, new demon. But unfortunately, in this one, you don't have the compendium, whereas in the Shin Megami Tensei games, you have the compendium where you can save your demons in there. So if you need one demon to make multiple different new demons, you can actually, you know, pull them out of the compendium and do it again and again and again. And this one, like, I needed, like, this one dragon thing called the Wordle with a Y and a T. Not like that game that I never played. But uh, you need the specific dragon to make all these different monsters. And I wanted to make these different ones, but I couldn't... I don't know where the dragon is. So I was trying to look online, and, like, nobody is covering this game at all. So uh, if you got some extra time, buy Dragon Quest Monsters. Make a make a a, a sh- make a Waggle Fest video for it. No, no, seriously, like nobody's doing anything about it because it's like end of the year. You know, nobody cares. But it's a really good game. Like if you like uh, if you like Pokemon style games and you want to see one that's not completely broken, like this one is. This one is pretty good. But yeah, it was like I couldn't figure out where to find the where to find the monster. So I was just basically going like from area to area to area, and I still couldn't find him. But it would be nice if they're little. They have like a Pokedex equivalent in there, but it doesn't show you like where the monsters live at. But but it is a, it is a really good game. Like I would, uh, I don't know. That one's obviously this one's going to end up in my list as well because I'm playing the crap of it. It's going to be a good Christmas game, you know, where I need like something to throw on when I'm dealing with the family members and all that. Like last year, my two Christmas games were a Dragon Quest, uh, Dragon Quest Treasures. And Sonic Frontiers were like what I what kind of got me through the the family shit and all that. Like something I can just you know just go off to the side or just even the fun thing about now that everyone has cell phones is that you can bring your video game system out and play it, and everybody just thinks it's a phone, so they don't really say anything to you. <laughs> well, you, that was that was my trick uh, in the Wii U days. It's like I'm just gonna play my Wii U right here, and nobody notices because it's the thing with the screen on. You think it's just an iPad or something, you know. <laughs> So that's gonna be that's gonna be one of the games that I that I like uh, escape to while we're while we're trying to get through the. Get, I still remember not long shit. after the long after the Wii U came out. Um, I was at the bus station, in, which is also the, like the Amtrak station in town, and uh, I was like sitting there waiting on a bus or a train. I can't remember. I look over and this kid, probably like twelve to fourteen, 
was playing the new Wii U. I'm like, how's he doing that? And I looked over and he <laughs> like had his plugged into the wall. He had a console yeah. sitting there plugged into the wall. Nice. And he was playing. It was awesome. Oh, I totally I did like, that. No, there yeah, was a, what was it? Um, We went to, there was this lake house that we would go to in, in Missouri, like that my mom had, which actually my stepbrother owns now. But, uh, but yeah, we would go there and uh, up, we would stay upstairs. And I remember I just got the Wii U and I really wanted to play, Sonic and Sega All Star Racing Transformed is what I wanted to play. So, uh, so I basically I, there was no TV there, but I just yeah I just plugged the Wii U into the wall and then just played off of the off of the the uh, remote and it was really cool. Yeah, it's like it's kind it's kind of portable, but you know if you got a you get, if you got a plug and you got enough space to pl- to plug your system in, there you go, you got it right there. <laughs> you know, so I remember seeing people uh, on the train doing that, like plugging it into the wall and having it right there ready to go. So there you go. But what was it? Uh, when I was away, I played uh, I played Sonic Dream Team, which is on Apple Arcade. Yes, I got it again just so I could play it with the backbone on my phone. Uh, it looks all right. Um, it hasn't grabbed me like Frontiers did, just because it doesn't have that open world and all that stuff. But you know, I'll probably get through it. I mean, it's like six bucks to do Apple Arcade, so I was willing to throw down six dollars to play the new Sonic game because apparently I'm a Sonic fan now because <laughs> because I love to. Frontiers You've always been a and superstars. Fan. Apparently, yeah. Ever since I was a kid, and really wanted to, really wanted to play Sonic. It's because of that amazing. You always wanted to go fast. It was because of that amazing uh, theme song from that first level. It did really hook me. I, I think Yoko Shimomura wrote some of those songs too. But uh, yeah, that game was fun. I played Lego Two K Drive. That was a uh, that was a PlayStation Plus game. It's actually available on Switch as well. And this one, I think you would be really into Shake because it's a. Uh, it's a racing game, but it's an open world racing game. So you can kind of like go from place to place and it's really seamless. Like, uh, when you drive into the water, like your, 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 uh, your car turns into a boat and then you're in a boat on the water. Or if you go off of the road, it turns into like a four wheeler. Like it kind of like, you know, changes Lego wise. Then you can build your own cars. Like you can build them from like, you know, brick by brick by brick. If you want to do that, like wow. Lego, Lego brick by Lego That's brick. Awesome. I actually, uh, I was just trying to like, cause you unlock like different cars that you get from doing different missions. And I was just trying to like switch in the new one that I had unlocked and accidentally just like, just like took the whole top of the car off. And I just had these little tiny Lego bricks and I'm trying to just rebuild it. And I was like, wait, what happened? Like, why do I, I don't have the car anymore, but you could still race it like that. If you just wanted to make it just like a flat thing with wheels, you could, you know, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of options to it. It's free on PlayStation plus. Uh, you, you know, you can get it, you can get it, Jeremy. I, I would, I would totally buy it for switch if it goes on sale again. It was on sale during black Friday for 30 bucks, but I do think it's, I think it's a good game. I saw it on PS plus. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't play. I never, I, I never got around to playing the power wash simulator, but I do have it downloaded because that was free on PS plus too, you know, which is a switch game as well. Joe, you know, Joe and I, Joe and Logan and, and Derek and all the other, other, um, other of the, uh, discord AW people. We've been playing Fortnite, the new Fortnite stuff on Switch, and uh, we played on Monday, and we did pretty good. We got a, we got a couple. Uh, we got we got you know we got some uh, wins. We got like maybe half wins, half losses, because you know the better you get, the more the better people they put you up against. And that like the end of the video, we got destroyed by this team where they were all like wearing the same outfit. We were like obvious. Oh, we we're like obviously these guys know how to be a fucking team like we thought we were cool but then we got schooled <laughs> you know once we got to the 
bigger things. But it but it's been fun. You know, I haven't played you know, I haven't played Fortnite since way back when Jeremy and I used to stream it and all that. Like back when they had planes in it, you know, which that was even the newer shit. But like even way back when it first like came to Switch and all that. But it's pretty fun. Like the new the new season's cool. It's basically like uh I mentioned it last week, I think, but it feels like Grand Theft Auto Online now because you can just jump in cars and just drive all over the place and you can get all in the same car and you can jump out and shoot people with your buddies. Like it's weird. So, but I, but I kind of, I kind of get it now, you know, it's been, it's been fun and we've been streaming that on twitch.tv slash Nintendo podcast. So you can check that out. Do you remember when, uh, the Fortnite ended a Nintendo, uh, um, a Nintendo direct or was that, or was that overwatch? I can't remember. I feel like it was Fortnite. Might have been in 2017. They might have. Might have been. I mean, well, Fortnite, because uh, I think we talked about this last week a little bit, but I know Fortnite, they want they want Nintendo to, um, they, you know, they want to have Nintendo characters on there because they've had Marvel characters. They got Futurama. They got Dragon Ball Z. They got all these. They, they got the weekend. They got all these fucking people on there, you know, and they want to have like, you know, Samus and Link and Mario and all that. And it hasn't happened yet, but. But Nintendo is totally. I mean, there's like a there's a Fortnite Switch that you can buy that comes with V bucks. Yeah. You know, like they have, they they've supported Fortnite. So just Nintendo, just fuck it. They've just also let, put, just put Samus on there. Come on, like, it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I can think of like Soul Calibur. I guess that's yeah. That's well, yeah, Soul Calibur to Link GameCube. Yeah. And well, you know, they did and the NBA Street. <laughs> Mario and Luigi, and, and then there's Luigi. like the Namco Mario Kart games, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, and and also in in Monster Hunter, right on the 3DS, they had the uh, the Link and Samus um, layered armor sets that you could get. No, they weren't even layered armor sets; they were actual, actually, their own armor sets. Um, it, you know what the interesting thing about Fortnite, specifically when it comes to Nintendo, and the reason why I don't think. Although it would make sense. I think Samus. Maybe not Mario, but it would make sense to license Samus. I don't think they're going to do it because, like, Nintendo is, one, super protective over their properties. I tend to think more often than than not, they only partner in that specific way with Japanese companies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, partners like Namco. Well, I was going to say, what what, what about Mario versus, what about Mario plus rabbits, though? Mario had guns in that. Like they could totally have he could have the same guns like for Fortnite and run around, right? Yeah, I mean it, it would. You're, you're absolutely right, and I think that that's um, a super just like valid position. Like it's like yeah, they they could do it like how they did Mario Plus Rabbits. Um, I don't know. You know what it is though. I think that even Mario Plus Rabbits, it was a cross. It was a crossover between like two particular franchises. I don't know if Nintendo subscribes to this um idea of fraternizing with the competition right like i don't know if they would want mario in the same universe with kratos or and like it's one thing if it were disney or something else but i think that like because fortnite has all of these skins from marvel and some of these other like it it might be a situation where it's like these are our like this is our competition Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah, the exception being if it's a first party, or I guess, I guess Smash isn't technically a first party, but yeah. I mean, you can literally fight Solid Snake, which was like the PlayStation mascot before. Well, yeah, yeah, it was kind of took over. Well, you could do yeah, you could do Mario versus Cloud. You know, like Final Fantasy yeah. VII to be reminded of when Sony said "fuck you" to Nintendo, right during the PlayStation mm-hmm. times, where they're like, "We're going to CD." But Smash, yeah, you know. 
Smash is there's a lot of exceptions. I'm also yeah. thinking of like uh, yeah, Smash is a rule. Yeah, like that yeah. was a whole weird thing where they, they were like, yeah, sure, put Zelda in there. Yeah, they seem. I mean, they, like they seem to Dynasty be a little Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, they, they seem now they seem to be a little bit like more like more be Pretty like loosey-goosey. hey you know yeah like more like hey you know you can use this you can use this but maybe so why can't it be in yeah. Fortnite? Why can't I be yeah right Link fighting Peter Griffin? Yeah. Just let it. Yeah, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I we killed Peter Griffin so many times on that stream. <laughs> it, it, it's it's hilarious. Um, but I, I think like when you look at Smash specifically, like most of the licensed characters are from Japanese companies. It's Sega, it's Namco, it's Capcom. It's so I think that that's where kind of the Smash thing. I've always noticed that, like, um, you know, people wanted Rayman in in Smash, and we didn't really get it. Um, that's true. Even with SNK, right? We got Terry Bogard. It's all like Japanese companies. Um, we didn't see any, like Activision didn't give them Crash. Like I thought that that would have been like the big surprise. Like if Crash came to Smash or even Spyro, mm-hmm. right? Either one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think Smash specifically is a celebration of Japanese gaming more than anything else because it's all of the iconic Japanese um video game icons, Mega Man, Sonic, you know what I'm saying, Dragon Quest, all of them. Um, Canon Ryu. Uh but like I don't know. I I, I think that in an ideal world, I would love to see Samus in Fortnite. I think it would be super dope. Um I, I think that there is I, I just kind of I've always gotten the impression that because it's such this huge crossover, I feel like Nintendo and how I feel like that's where Nintendo is still very rigid in their old school way of thinking. Mm-hmm. That like by them not doing that, they're protecting their IP almost. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I would. Uh, I was. I was gonna say. Uh, I've never. I've never put any money. I've never spent any money on Fortnite. And if there were Nintendo skins, I mean, I still feel bad that I didn't get the Marvel skins. You know, I was like, I did kind of want to pay for the say Minecraft for the Venom or whatever. Well. You know. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Minecraft was in uh, Smash Bros. So you can also. fight Kratos in Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> but uh i would i would pay for it if they put nintendo stuff in, in fortnite and also uh they also they should just include it with our nintendo switch online uh, subscription that'd be that'd be funny be like hey you yeah, automatically, they automatically get these uh, fortnite skills skins rocket racing that'd be fucked up well no they did like didn't they do like on a uh, rocket league they did like they did like a samus car you could unlock yeah there were there were nintendo themed cars in rocket league which is yeah. now owned by epic right who owns fortnite mm-hmm. so it's totally it's there. We can do it. Just Nintendo, just pull the trigger. We can we can make it happen. We can make it happen. Yeah. Oh no. I I, I mean, listen. I would love it. I I think that that would be the thing that got me in a Fortnite. <laughs> like to be quite honest, like it's pretty fun. I mean, if you have you know, if we have some time over Christmas, if you want to jump on for a stream, it's a uh, we've been we've been having fun with it. You know, it's just another thing for us to play and hang out and talk about wrestling or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, so and it's free. So I I mean I it's a really well maintained like. Thing, like they just run super smooth and you can just hang out and be dumb i i mean and it supports native voice chat on switch yep it does yeah even though i don't know how to get it to work on my end so we've still been talking through the discord but well because i don't have a headset or whatever to hook up to the switch but, yeah, it, does, but it does have anyway. yeah but it does have its, its own thing but i mean it, it's impressive just all that just how they've kept it going with like no you know having not have to buy anything other than skins and just making money off that like i, I find that pretty impressive and all that stuff but i do uh, before we go i have to mention you know i said it at the very very beginning that i'm finally playing a game that i should have played a long time ago 
And that game is Octopath Traveler 2. I finally started playing it last night, and oh man, it's pretty rad. And I know uh, Jeremy played through all of Octopath, Octopath Traveler 1. I did. And I was trying to figure out, you know, I was like, well, what are the differences here? You know, I mean, obviously it looks beautiful. This is coming from the first, you know, the people who, you know, started the 2D HD, you know, like the, the beautiful uh, sprites and all the different angles and all that. And it looks incredible on Switch. Like, it looks wonderful. Not a very well-known company called Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody's heard of Square Enix. But uh, no, I was, uh, I've was i been putting it off because I really didn't like Octopath 1, but I've seen, I've read so many reviews, I've seen so many talk about it, so many people talk about it, people who didn't like Octopath 1, they love Octopath 2. And uh, yeah, I, it, I played, I put like four and a half hours into it last night, and it's definitely, it's going to be another game Damn. that I play over the uh, winter break. So it's like, it's, it's beautiful that... The stories are really good. Like, the characters are really good, and now they kind of talk to each other. Like, basically, you know, you do one mission, and then you walk to another mission where another character is. Like, like I just found this guy, uh, Oswald, or Oswald, or however they want to say his name. He's, like, laying on the ground, and you walk up to him, and you're like, hey, dude, why are you on the ground? And he wait, and you why know, are you he, on this grassy knoll? Well, actually, it's in the, it's, it's, it's all snow. He's, like, in the snow. He's completely covered by snow oh, okay. or whatever. And, you know, he's like, wake him up from the snow. And he's like, you know, he'll be like, I need, you know, he's like, uh, he's like, thanks for rescuing me. Can I go with you on your, uh, with your party? But do you want to hear my story? And then it'll go back to like the first, his story, whatever. But Oswald, uh, he basically, he killed his family and he's on trial for it. And uh, you start in the prison as him being on trial for killing his family or whatever. This is the, the stories are way darker and way more interesting, I think. I was playing as uh, Temenos. Uh, he's like a he's like a cleric, uh, basically. You know, at, at this like place called the Fire Church or whatever, where they believe in the flames, the flames of the god or whatever. And and you have to go, you know, you have to go try to get into this temple, and everything's locked. And and you can do this thing now that's where you can like br- where you can basically go into somebody's mind and break them and figure out how to like. So it's basically like you know all the battles in uh, in Octopath. Uh, you will use different items that are weak against whatever opponent, and you can break them. But now there's this specific character where you can uh, you can do this thing where you go into their mind or whatever, and you just have to break them once, and then you will learn all the things that they know about whatever you're trying to figure out. So, so you want to figure out where the where like the uh, back way is, where, where the secret way is to get into this temple that's completely locked, and you have to scan these different characters and try to break their mind to figure out what they have and i was like that's that's a really cool mechanic that i hadn't seen before that's pretty cool so you so you make it in it's like a really violent sherlock holmes kind of yeah it's like the mind palace sort of or or, or like a alan wake like kind of comes to mind too when i'm looking at this sort of thing but like 2d or whatever but the, the there's giant sprites that you fight against they look really cool it has the same mechanics you know where you can it's basically bravely default but octopath or whatever but i got it on sale it was on sale for 30 bucks like months ago it's been something that i felt like i needed to play because so many people that i respect in the industry have talked it up like crazy and i was like well fuck i have to play octopath 2 and yeah it was on sale for like 30 bucks 35 bucks and uh i was like well fuck i have to get it just because it's on sale and i finally played it and uh yeah i really like the characters a lot i really like the story a lot was it throne a i started with throne a and she's like a thief that's like has this like collar around her neck, so where she can't escape from like her mother and father, and you have to 
go and kill your mother and father and get the two keys for this collar to unlock it. it a lot of killing families. It, it's like it's like really yeah, good. Yeah. It's like really good anime. It's like kind of what I'm getting from it. Like the story is really great and the graphics look really cool and yeah, it's been fun. So who knows? Maybe that might show up on my list at the end. I, I basically have I have most of my uh, best best games list put together. It's just kind of like I said earlier is my middle name. It's kind of like the battle for the bottom. It's like who is number ten? Who is number ten or number nine? And there's like like about ten games all fighting for that because yeah, this whole year was crazy for releases. So anyway, as a Nintendo podcast, I have to admit a lot of things. Luckily, the things that cross over, I'm going to include. Yeah, if you can play them on both consoles. Well, I think you need to because who knows how well that game will be represented. Not that it's a bad game, I just didn't play it as much as I should. If I had more time, I would. I do want to jump back into it and try to play more of it. Whatever game that is that you're talking about, which I I know what it is, but maybe the listeners don't. But yeah, but I think that's yeah, I think that's good for what I've been playing. There was like one news thing that happened right before we before we started talking. I think this is kind of interesting. News and news, news, news. Don't snooze or you miss the news. You talking about the step down? The what? Like Bobby, the Bobby Kotick. Oh no, we I mean, we can talk about that too. No, I was, I was talking about a, a little game called Super Mario Run. You remember that game? It's getting a oh, yeah. it's getting a Super <laughs> Mario as, as I said on the Slack, Super Mario Runder because we're getting Mario Wonder and Super Mario Run for anybody who's playing it on your cell phone still. Still uh, like there, there's an update. Like first, there's, there's, like a, there's a free main update. IP. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo putting their main IP into mobile gaming and they never did any they never did Zelda, they never did yeah, Detroit, they were like, nope, we're done. Well, I mean, don't. Like, for- I guess Pikmin. I was gonna, well, I was gonna say, don't forget, they made a ton of money off of the Fire Emblem app, the fire, the the Fire Emblem game that was on there. They made a shit ton. But of is that, off that is that first party Fire Emblem? I mean, well, I it's think it was. it's intelligent systems. Like they make they made the Paper so, yeah. Mario games. Like how more first party can you get there? But I'm just thinking like Mario being like a very first party like Nintendo. Sure, yeah. Being like we haven't seen any other mobile games that are like Zelda or Samus or you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's just like uh, yeah, Mario Run was like we designed this game so you could play it with one hand while you eat a sandwich with the other or whatever <laughs> or whatever else you're doing with that other hand. But yeah, Super Mario One, Super Mario Run. I hadn't heard about it for so long. I don't even know if I. I had didn't it. even know it was still a thing. I didn't even know if I had it on this phone or not. But, but yeah, uh, there's a there's a Wonder update that's going to be available through like March or something like that. So, which has been free to play for a while now, right? Yeah. Oh wait, no. Did, I, I thought I thought we had to pay for it. Like, they leaned that? heavily into it being like ten bucks for a while, and then eventually it became free to play. Yeah, we we did an episode about it whenever it came out, and yeah, it was it was like ten bucks, but then you got everything. There was no like extra DLC or whatever you had to buy, and that was the idea because that was Nintendo trying to figure out like how know, to navigate mobile, mobile, mobile on mobile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also joining it really late. But it's going to be the Wonder version is available through March fourteenth of twenty twenty four. But I just thought it was it was like yeah super mario run anybody remember that game i sure don't so is it, are things gonna be all touch fuzzy get dizzy on the mario run i don't know I, I think it's just gonna have some new uh i don't know just some new levels that are similar to wonder i guess i will probably not play it but <laughs> i would like to hear about it i don't play it do. but uh you could uh, you can hop into Super Mario Run right now to enjoy a special Super Mario Bros. Wonder tie-in event 
for a limited time. Wonder flowers will bloom in courses in toad rally and friendly runs. To get one, perform certain actions like stomping enemies or vaulting. Grab it, and all Not coins will transform in that course and will turn into gold goombas. I don't know. It's all stuff to do with the game. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Sounds play. like some inside jokes. I don't get. I only play games on my phone if I got the backbone. You know, it's only when Sonic is involved. I guess I don't know. A lot of people tested a lot of shit about Dream Team. That's why I played that one. Did you ever play Heroes? Fire Emblem Heroes? Shake? Probably not. Right? No, I did not play Fire Emblem Heroes. I, you know, the thing is, I didn't really do the mobile stuff. Like I remember, just because of my Nintendo fandom, I bought Mario Run. I also had what was the first mobile game they came out with? The one with the Mii's and then you kind of got Mii Tomo. Mii Tomo. That game was fun. I, I, <laughs> that was a lot I of enjoyed Mii Tomo. Oh, I yeah, uh, I talked about that a lot. Yeah, we did. We did a podcast. whole. I mean, we did. I a miss couple, it so much. Yeah, we did a couple episodes about that. It was fun. I, I mean, yeah, I probably that was probably the most I played a. I mean, there were there were a couple mobile. It apps got that real I stagnant. A decent amount, pretty quick, and then yeah. they abandoned it. You know, less than a year later or whatever. But it was kind it was of, cool while yeah. it lasted, and you could earn like you could actually earn like the WarioWare game with your platinum points. That was pretty cool. Wait, really? Yeah, you could earn like this. Uh, was it WarioWare Touch? Could you? That you on could Mito? earn on your 3ds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got well, it on your 3ds. You bought it with your platinum points. Yeah. But I mean, what does that have to do but, with the meet with Mitomo on your I guess, on your phone? Well, Mitomo, you were the, it was like when they came out with platinum points. Like Mitomo was the first like app where you could like earn a bunch of points on your phone. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, so you could use it. You're saying you could use it to buy games on your 3ds through it. Yes, because you, you earn points through your Mitomo, and then you could buy. That was that game, and then there was the. Uh, I think it was Twilight Princess. There was a Twilight Princess uh, Picross. I have that as well. Yeah, Picross. Yeah, that was it. And there was a Pokemon one. I mean, I have all of those. I don't know how much I got from Miitomo, but yeah, we did use the platinum coins, or I think I called them silver coins earlier. But you know, whatever they're called, uh, you could use them to they get. They sound like to get they should be old games. Stuff, but they're not gold. Actually, is for some reason. Well, the gold ones are the money ones, right? Mm-hmm. That's where you get a. It's like a nickel for every dollar you spend. I think. Yeah, I, oh, thought, I thought it was like five percent or ten percent or something like that. Mm, that would be a nickel, something like that. Uh, did you want to talk about the Bobby Kotick thing? I really haven't looked at it. Not really, other than just to be like, well, Fuck hell yeah, but like the dude's <laughs> getting to leave on his own terms, like he didn't get fired or whatever. So, I mean, good riddance, but dude's probably leaving feeling pretty good about it, about everything. Yeah. I saw there was like there was like a very small news thing about the uh, the Sega stuff that was announced uh, during the Game Awards. It was just it was pretty much oh the, yes yes right pretty awesome right I, you I, saw that right that was one of the few things that came are, out of Game Awards that was cool. They are revitalizing all of their franchises. Uh, you know, Jet Set Radio, Crazy Taxi, um, Golden Axe is now going to be a three D action. Game. Uh, what else did they have? Oh, Shinobi, Shinobi. is going to be cel yeah. shaded or hand drawn two D side scroller. Um, that stuff was really exciting. Like, I I, I want to see how they reimagine these um classic properties. And and I think that they mentioned that they were 
gonna bring back others like even Alex Kidd. I'm like, what? The original mascot is gonna come have a comeback? I, I told you guys I was a Sega Master Kid, so um Oh yeah, yeah. Master yeah, yeah, the Master System. Yeah, Alex Kidd was the original mascot, you're right. You know, um but I'm interested to see Shinobi looks really cool. Like seeing the hand drawn um animation and, and I think that there have been so many games that have paid homage to Shinobi too um over the years. So it, it it'd be good to see like the the game that kind of started it all. Well, Shinobi and Ninja Gaiden were around the same time. So, um, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Well, I had a lot of fun with Shinobi Three. I think that was the one that was kind of the most available on uh, Virtual Console and that sort of thing. And there was another. I don't remember the name. But there's a Genesis cartridge that I have, which is pretty much like Shinobi Two, but more like one. That was fun, but no, those those are good. I, I'm I'm excited to see Crazy Taxi coming back because I was a big Crazy Taxi fan, so I'm 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 yeah. definitely there for that day one. And Jet Jet Set Radio, that'll be great. Uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk came out this year that was inspired by that. That was supposedly really really good. That was on Switch too. I don't know if you got to play that. I Switch. haven't tried it. Uh, got to I didn't. That, but I, I wanted I to was get good. that. Yeah, it was. It came. There was like a rush of games. It was like that and like and uh. What was it? The Red Red Dead Redemption like came out around the same time. Like there was a whole bunch yep. of like really good games that came out in like a week. Oh, and 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 oh, but before we even, there's also been a bunch of like really bad ports that have come to Switch recently, and and, and I don't I don't know if that's something because this might be like you know the the year end wrap up. But like, how in the world did Konami drop the ball on the Metal Gear Solid Collection? And, oh and yeah, it's on Switch like. I don't understand, like, one, who's doing these port jobs, but also, like, how are you porting 20-year-old games and you can't get them running at 60 frames per second? I mean, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier, right? Where they do this, you know, where you do a port of, like, Tales of Symphonia and it doesn't run as well. Well, I guess because, I guess they lost the source code of the GameCube version is what I heard, and it was based on the PS2 version. But also it's like, yeah, if you're, releasing something so many years after this other version but it doesn't run as well as this other version like what are you even doing like just boggles my mind you know like what why are you doing this to us best buy actually canceled um my order of batman thankfully so yeah i I ended up lucking up i heard arkham knight doesn't run well at all which is funny because they were originally going to put that on wii u and they were like it doesn't work on wii u and then they tried it on Switch, and it doesn't work on Switch either. I, I thought maybe they figured out some new shit or whatever, but it still doesn't work. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know what's happened. I don't know if, like, the companies that were doing the so-called impossible ports have just kind of moved on to the new generation of consoles, the Saber Interactives, the, you know, all the guys that were doing, like, really cool. Well, I mean, stuff, well, well, Saber, like- I mean, Saber did Mortal Kombat 1, which they did fix it. Like I said earlier, they did so. They did. I mean, they did that recently this year. They did the port of Mortal yeah. Kombat One to Switch, which I think is pretty pretty good right now. I mean, after yeah, multiple, I mean, I'll check it out. Like, I feel like once it gets to the right price point, I'll I'll dive in. It's also like a huge game, isn't it? Isn't well, it well, like- don't 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 pay seventy for it. I I, I got it for forty. I think I, well, I got it for forty six because I bought it on an auction on eBay physical, but I wanted to get it for forty. But don't. I mean, don't pay seventy for it. It'll be on sale, you know, wherever time, wherever amount. But there is a lot of stuff to do with it, you know. 
I mean, there's there's like the it was like a ten hour story mode, which I thought was great. But there's also the um, invasion mode where they keep, you know, they'll keep uh, similar to Fortnite. They keep adding new seasons to it. Like I just turned it on the other day, and I was on a whole other world that I hadn't been on before. So it's basically kind of like it's sort of like a Mario Party sort of top down. You're on you're moving around a board like you start out in China Cage's Mansion, and you do all these different fights that have different things that will happen to you know varying however you play. And then there's the arcade mode and all that. I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty decent on Switch once it got there. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, yeah, like, I I don't know. It, it's, we're at this weird juncture in the Switch's life cycle. Well, we know this might be, like, the last holiday season of Switch. But also, I just feel like the games are getting worse in terms of, like, the porting performance. Outside of, like, Nintendo in general, like... Like, I don't understand how a game like Tears of the Kingdom and, and Mario Wonder can come out with such polish in the same year that, like, Warner Brother launches, you know, um, the Batman games that came out over 10 years ago, and it's not performing as well as it did on a PS3 or Xbox 360. Well, makes well, no sense. The one that didn't perform was Arkham Knight, which was on PS4, which was on the later systems. But Arkham, well, yeah. but Arkham Asylum and Arkham City actually did perform well on Switch. The main one was Arkham Knight, which just was just wasn't just didn't work. I guess that's the broken one. Apparently, the other two are pretty good. But the 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 thing that sucks is that you have to buy all three of them. You can't just buy yeah, can't the, the, the two that are the two that are good. But the PS3 and 360 games were City and and and, uh, and Asylum. Well, I actually heard that I can't remember who reviewed. I don't know which uh was it switch up or maybe even IGN. I don't remember. Like they were saying that um one of the earlier games, I, it might have been the sequel. So not what was the first one? It was Arkham Knight, then Arkham Asylum, right? Arkham Asylum was the first one, and then it was Arkham City. Okay, so not- Arkham City was the second one, and Arkham Knight was the third one. The third one was on yeah. was on PS4, Xbox One. So the what they're saying is that Arkham Knight runs well oh no I, somehow, that was the one that i, mean, I heard city. ran terribly <laughs> yeah no, i'm sorry arkham city runs well arkham city runs well arkham knight still has performance issues yeah yeah because well because arkham knight was a ps4 game that was why it yeah. didn't work as well yeah no i i heard i watched the i watched i watched switch up on the regular and uh they, I remember the first one they did was the review of Arkham Knight, and they, and I remember them saying that the other ones worked fine, but Arkham Knight was pretty much unplayable. Yeah, it's, it's with, a, with, with the like, uh, yeah. Batmobile stuff where you drive around. Oh, they the said it got it gets like legit gets down to zero frames per second. Yeah, well, I remember, like I said, I remember reading an, an interview with uh, Rocksteady, right? Rocksteady, this is the people who did it, talking about trying to bring Arkham Knight to Wii U because uh, Arkham Origins. Which, why was that not in there also? Speaking of Arkham Collection, where's Origins at? Like, it, people said that game was great. Anyway, Origins was on Wii U, and it was done really well. It had, like, extra shit you could do on the on the pad or whatever. There was, like, a special Batman Wii U suit that wasn't on the other games or whatever. And uh, I remember reading an article from them where they said they tried to get Arkham Knight on Wii U because Origins sold fairly well because it came out at the very beginning. And they said, like, once you got into the Batmobile, everything was broken. And 
here it is again. Everything broke again with the Batmobile on the Switch. You know, you know what it is. It wasn't optimized. They're using the exact same source code that they did from then and just said, hey, we're going to put it out. Like, that's probably what maybe, maybe so. I just I remember reading that. I was like, we really tried to, but it just everything fell apart. And that was that's why I was really curious about this version on Switch. But then it was seems to be the exact same way it was before on Wii U. So, but they didn't they they knew it was bad, so they didn't release it. But this one, a lot more people got Switches than Wii U. So why not you know throw it out there? Yeah, I, I and and I think that that speaks to the larger issue that like I think again we we get it the the Switch hardware is old, and I, I I'm not a software engineer. I'm not a game developer. But what I can say just from deductive reasoning and fucking logic is that, like, they're not taking the time to optimize the games on Switch. Not when we have games that perform really well, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, fully immersive 3D worlds, large-scale games. Um, You know, when when you think about the stuff that Monolith Soft does, when you think about what Nintendo does just with their first party titles, and that's not to say that they're exempt. There are times where, like, you know, but I think that they know how to maximize and get the most out of the systems. And I think that, like, oftentimes these companies just at, at a certain point, they just don't care. And and that kind of hurts my heart, mm. especially when it's a game, when it's a port of a game. Like, I don't expect a PS4 game to or a Switch game to be comparable to a PS4 Xbox One game in terms of, like, performance. But you can't tell me that, like, it can't run a 360 PS3 era game flawlessly. I would agree. Yeah, it, it should. Yeah, because they're on the same level. But it, it it makes me even sadder when you can't run a GameCube game. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was saying, yeah, like Tales. Yeah, of, I mean, Tales, Tales of Tales of Symphony ran at 60 frames per second on. GameCube. I mean, go back to the Wii U and it's it on 30 on Switch. NES games, right? So the yeah, what? Like it, it, the Wii U couldn't run NES games, right? Like. I guess, yeah. well, yeah, technically, yeah, like the the display and all that, you know, was was different. I didn't really notice that as much. I don't know. I don't really notice frame rates either. The colors were a lot more muted. I hear. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. It just was not like an accurate display of what it used to look like. And they would always, I know they would always mute the. Um, I've said this before. They would always mute the uh, the magic the magic spells that you would do on a Super RPG because of. Um, seizure stuff resources yeah that's why they didn't um well they didn't when they re-released it on um when they re-released it on virtual console they actually all of the all of the uh flashy stuff was darkened was like much darker when you saw it so because of that because of epilepsy sort of thing so but yeah is there uh i don't know is there anything else anybody else wants to say here i feel like we've uh oh i i do want to share one thing go for it which is amiibo collectors you can rejoice you don't have to resort to scalpers anymore there's lots of restocks happening. Okay. Um, earlier today, Best Buy uh, had pre-orders up for re-releases of Terry, Joker, oh, Banjo. Terry. Yep, at retail price. And also, and also, Art Swift is now the go-to place for Amiibo, like any out-of-print Amiibo. They sell basically all of the Amiibo that you might have missed from all of the collections. Um, a little bit above premium. I mean, a little bit above MSRP, but they're like $20 plus whatever additional shipping. So like I, I've been perusing Art Swift for a minute. The the What I've seen in the Reddit, um, in the subreddit for Amiibo, everyone is posting their pictures from Art Swift, all of their purchases. Like they have 
Like if you've missed anything, you can get it on Art Swift. And it's pretty dope. The prices are reasonable. Like, you know, as opposed to $16, it might be $20, but I, I don't mind spending, you know, three or $4 more for the Amiibo that I, I, I thought I would never get a chance to get. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the one. And I just learned about Art Swift. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The, the the main one I was really sad that I didn't get was Terry Bogard because I, I thought I had it, but I think I missed it because I think it came out in the 2020 times or something. And I just didn't find it or didn't have the money for it or whatever because I was a you know big fan of Fatal Fury and uh, King of Fighters and then those type of games. And I was sad that I didn't have it. And that's one that I was like, man, I wish I could get that one, but it's very expensive now. Yeah, I mean, it still might be up on Best Buy. I was up earlier. It was definitely up earlier. That Joker Banjo. I'm actually hoping that with the re-release of, um, well, not the re-release, with the re- upcoming release of the Xenoblade 3 Amiibo, that they also do a reprint of Pithrin Myra from uh, Smash. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that that was another one that I missed. I, I just forgot. I just totally forgot about it, and then it was really expensive. But I do have uh, I do have Noah and Mio reserved from uh, from from Xenoblade 3, so... I I haven't gotten it yet, but I did get did get a reservation from that. I don't remember. I think it was maybe through GameStop or somewhere. Yeah, I, that might be a GameStop exclusive. But so it's funny. Like for me, the 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 benefit of living in New York is that I can go to Nintendo New York and they'll have it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, nice. we went there. Yeah, we went there one time, long ass time ago. Uh, it was back before we knew that J.K. Rowling was a terrible person because we went because uh, my wife and I we went to go see. Uh, whatever the 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 harry potter uh whatever that the the newest play the son of whatever it is the newest one Thanos. uh which actually liked the play that was before i knew that uh, jk rowan was an awful person but uh but yeah we went there and we did we went to the nintendo e-shop and or the, no, not the e-shop that we went to the actual nintendo store and i'd made a video of it you can find it on our youtube if you want to check it out where i where i went and filmed all the amiibos and whatnot amiibo but it's nice to be very close to that because yeah they got they got a ton of shit there and yeah, was a i think uh it was my wife's uh one of their best friends got me some uh monster hunter stuff from there while they were there because i hadn't oh yeah no there there it is uh well no it's just i just went on best buy right now and i saw terry bogard and it says coming soon says i can't do it yet but yeah, it has it down for sixteen bucks, which is way cheaper yeah. than what it would be from everywhere else. I'm like, hey, there's fucking Terry Bogard. Yeah, I want, I want that amiibo. Let's do it. Listen, Nintendo, they're they're doing these amiibo reprints all like over the globe. I'm just like, I don't know if it's um, just shelf space that's preventing it from coming to the U.S. But like, there's like I miss like I have a bunch of amiibo. I I I, I have well over a hundred. Um, from various lines, like I have uh, all of the Zelda line, I have most of the Splatoon line, most of the Animal Crossing line. I, I have a good number of the Smash line, but I'm probably missing about twenty of them. Yeah, no, you have the um, you have the Monster Hunter Stories ones, right? The only Japan ones. Well, I don't have the whole set. I have three of them, so I'm missing. I'm missing the character that's on the Rathian, which is probably the the hardest to get. And I like I've I've seen that going for like damn near three hundred dollars on eBay. I'm like I'm not doing that. 
And I like I have one of the Rathalos. Like I don't know if I have the Rathalos boy or girl. I have to double check. But at this point, I've also like committed myself to like I'm just gonna open all my amiibo because I have many of them. I like out of the box, but then I have like a bunch that are still in box. I'm like, what uh, am I doing? Yeah, I've opened them all too. Well, it was a it was kind of a running joke with this show where we would open it and then you would hear the audio of me like tearing it apart or whatever. Do you have the Mario cereal? No, I didn't get the Mario cereal. Oh, uh, we gotta hook you up. It's right over here. <laughs> yes, it's right here. This is the uh, this is the Mario cereal, un- unopened, right there, right in between the. Send TVs. your address to the uh, yeah, the Discord or whatever. We'll get you one of those. <laughs> yeah, John. Uh, John bought a ton of them, which obviously I have. I have a bunch of extras too. Obviously, John's not here because he's still working on a movie. But I have. I have like five or six extras still. Wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's so hilarious. if you want one, you got it. Uh, listen, I, I would appreciate that. It's an amiibo. Um, yeah, yeah, John. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can scan it. You can scan it too, like on your on your system and all that. It's because I guess it's in the cardboard or something. You mm-hmm. can you can scan it. Yeah. NFC. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm I'm a big amiibo guy. I, I think at some point, especially if I move into a bigger space, I'm, I'm going to do like all of the toy collectors and and get a couple Detolf shelves, like they all show on. YouTube, like all all action figure collectors, they all have their details for whether it's their Marvel Legends or yeah. their. I, I got to figure out Amiibo. something like that here because I actually have a couple boxes that is just Amiibo that that we have not found a place to put yet because we don't have you know. I mean, we were going to get shelves because we both, my wife and I, we both got a bunch of toys that aren't out yet. So uh, hold on, hold on, I'm coming. So we were so I, so so we were I'm trying sorry, to we were trying to get that together, but I do you know since we just moved a couple months ago. Um, there are still boxes that I have that have toys and amiibo and, and all that in there. So people have often asked, and you know, like I find some cool stuff on Etsy from time to time. And there is this dude that does these 3D printed amiibo um, kind of stands, and it actually changed the way I thought about amiibo. It it it, it made me go even crazier, and I kind of set my amiibo up. And although I don't have many of them on display, like you can have four in a, you know. Oh, there you go. It's oh, like, cool. So it's got like thing. steps. Uh, and, the, and and what for anybody, this is for the audio only. This is uh, the Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, we have the Tears of the Kingdom Zelda. And we also have the Breath, of the, Breath of the Wild one yeah. as well. Well, yeah. the, well, Tears of the Kingdom on one side and Breath of the Wild yeah, on the other. But you have the little steps. And we even got the Guardian. Yeah, no, those look really good. Yeah, and he got a yeah, link awesome. with the handout and uh, and the and the sexy Ganondorf and all those different ones <laughs> going on there. The moblin in the front, whatever. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, so Man, it looks creates a good. lot of yeah. There's a lot more like to say about how they're like space. They're not just like crammed together on the same plane. They're kind of like yeah, like I, it, I, it, I don't know. It's more of a dynamic display. It's cool. And 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 listen, I get really caught up because I because I'll switch them out. Like I like I have a bunch of these, and I and I've posted them on the YouTube in the shorts, right? Like I have like different Zelda ones, and I, I did a video on um, Splatoon ones. And I think that like when you see them together in this way, where there's kind of like space, it it starts to look a little cooler to me. Um, but I, I just love seeing Amiibo together in general. Like I, like I'm like. I think I took for granted at first how dope it was to just kind of have like these Nintendo figurines because they never made anything like that. Like, you know, they definitely have like the Jack's Pacific, uh, the Jack's Pacific toys. Um, 
but I, I I love these amiibo, and I and I love these um little what you call it these little amiibo stands. I can't remember the name of the seller. I know that the stands are about like is it rose colored gaming? Is it rose colored gaming? They do a lot of acrylic stands. Like I don't know if it would be. They do. I don't think it's rose colored gaming. In fact, the uh, the, the amiibo have really have really come a long way from when they started you know from like uh the peace the peace stand link and and all of those the really you know link with oh, the big definitely. with the big yellow like thing i mean they i always i was impressed you know it's like oh cool nintendo toys you know you, like don't, you, don't, you don't see a lot of those but i mean they look really nice yeah no i i mean i you know i would always buy one if i could find one and you know getting the the big man up there you know i think sonic's over there sonic's in the middle uh, there. no it is from acquired artifacts on uh yeah. Etsy, it's the acquired artifacts, and 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 the stands come in different colors. They're they're fourteen dollars a pop. Each one holds four cool. amiibo. Um, so for the price of an amiibo, you can get a cool little stand that has that will hold four. Oh, nice. Um, they, yeah, they've got different colors. So like, if you wanted to do a theme by set, they've got like white, gold, purple, green, yellow, like all sorts of stuff. Um, I found that it's a really dope way to kind of display amiibo and you know i I hope at some point one day i can kind of have all my amiibo uh (laughs) spread them out on display yeah you know i i i have grandiose visions for for a very curated nintendo space in my home (laughs) oh yeah definitely yeah yeah for sure yeah definitely check Uh, out definitely check out those links yeah, for sure. Um, actually, I, w- I want to get the Piranha Plant Lego set. I do too. Oh yeah, Jeremy. So Jeremy tried to do that, but you got you ended up with the the Audrey one instead, right? <laughs> he ended up with uh, yeah with, with the different. <laughs> I never, I never oh. actually finished it. It yeah. was the control, the and the controls. Same talking like it's a video game. I was gonna the, uh, the instructions confused me at a certain point and i ended up like oh those cons- those, those instructions can be really fucking weird actually jess and i lego, we, we we lego got this we got this fine, lego these, one this is not lego well we, we got this one that's lego but it's kind of off-brand lego like from this yeah, japanese from this japanese company and some of them are like what is that what color is that i don't know and even the lego ones can be a little confusing but yeah we've we put together a bunch of lego stuff and there's this one it was like a, it was like it was really cool. It was like this little Japanese like ramen house that we built, and but it was like yeah, the instructions are real confusing. It's like wait, is this that or is, or is this this? Like it's yeah, the way it, it's kind of hard to get into. Yeah, I want the Lego Piranha Plant, but I I'm worried like is one of those things you just have to like be ready to buy it when it goes on sale or whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say like the um the uh, an, the Animal yeah. Crossing ones. Uh, I would have totally bought those this year. Do you know much about that shake? Like, or is it? But they're just coming one of those out next year. Kind of like. Honestly, I don't. Know. I do not know. Um, and 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 I think it's gonna get nutty. Probably. Yeah. I I I, I still I I want to invest in the other Nintendo Lego sets that they have. Not the Mario line, but like um the puppet bowser which looks massive mm. and that's awesome but that's basically the same price as a switch and the same and like, like, lego, lego, set. lego sets are expensive like legos are incredibly yeah. expensive even when they're not that big they're still like a hundred dollars and it's just like it's only like this big they're kind of getting like really, treated like yeah. the new model like the model like people used to be like model kids and there's a they lot still there's a like lot of them. and stuff but one other thing yeah. like uh 
Black Friday, you can see some really cool deals on Le- on Legos. Like I actually got some real cheap Legos for for just for Christmas one year. At like Target, they were like half off, you know. So sometimes mm-hmm. you can get deals on them, that sort of thing. But uh, I was really interested in those Animal Crossing ones, and I would have got them this year if they got out if they came out. But they're not coming out till next year. So, but there are some you know some cool ones on there. But uh, I think we're about at the limit here. But thank you so much for being on the show, Shake. Always love yeah, it was great ta- to see I love, you, always love talking to you about all the games you're into and all that sort of thing. And uh, do you want to let everybody know where they can find you on the internet? Yes, please. Um, well, first off, thank you guys for having me. As always, it's a pleasure. I love hanging out with you guys. I love talking Nintendo and sharing in our fandom. Um, happy holidays to everyone that's celebrating. You know, um, whether Xmas, Hanukkah, whatever it is. Um, cheers to you. Happy holidays to your loved ones and all that good stuff. And you can find me at uh, Wagglefest Gaming on YouTube. I am oh, I'm Wagglefest on uh, Twitter too, and I do have a Wagglefest Facebook page that I have not done anything with. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know. Um, but again, thank you guys for having me as always because it's always a good time. I-, I love talking about all things Nintendo. And waxing poetic about random video game musings. <laughs> For sure. For yeah. real. And you always like have the tips. You always like put us on a like oh, yeah, about, uh, look to find things. About like art. Yeah. It hadn't, hadn't even heard of Art mm-hmm. Swift. Hadn't even heard of Deco Deals before that. And, and now Listen. I look at Deco Deals pretty pretty often. No, I like how they. You know, like how they tell you, like it's like it has been this, it's been this uh, low before. It's the lowest it's ever been. Like, I mean, they helped me throw more money to Nintendo by being like, "Hey, this, uh, check it out." <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a frugal gamer. I'm a frugal gamer, and I think that like Deku deals, I'm addicted to. And it's like you know, when there's first party games that I'm really excited about, I will absolutely pull the trigger. When there's third party games that I'm absolutely, but then there's those games. It's like. I'm on the fence about, but once it gets under a certain threshold on Deku deals, I'm like pulling the trigger. Oh, yeah, yeah. On yep. like, that was the same. That was the way I was about Sonic Frontiers last year. That was about how I was about Mortal Kombat One this year. It's basically every time I'm waiting for a thing, it still like ends up being like one of my favorite things of the year. So whatever. I felt the same way about Frontiers. I was like, I'm gonna wait till it's thirty bucks, and then I got it for thirty bucks, and then I loved it. So, but but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's always a pleasure to have you here. Um, and uh, and if you want to, f- if you want to find, uh, if you want to find us on the internet, you can find Jeremy and I at on Twitter at Nintendo underscore Which is domain. Down is it down? No, I just looked. It's it not earlier. working right now. Oh, I'm, I'm on it right now on my phone. Right oh, here. Well, currently, last of last I checked, it was not working. Oh, I used it to find the Mario Run thing earlier. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain and at JMAX stack. And also I, I talked a bunch about my top five best games that I beat of the year, but go to superggradio.com and find that. And also if either of you are interested in writing your top whatevers you can, let me know. I'll hit you up with, I'll connect you with Alex. And is there a prompt or is it just write about your, you can write whatever stuff. you want. Just write a top five oh. something. Doesn't have to be. Didn't have to. So it is a top five. That is the. Point well, no, no, no. It can be a top ten. Other people did top tens. What about top three? You can do whatever you want. They just want you to write something and send it to them. But no, ask uh, Alex about it. Or if you want to do it, shake. Let me know. I will hook you up with the people that are doing it. They're just looking for more, you know, 
more cool lists and all that stuff. It's probably the most likes I've gotten of a Facebook page post ever. And I wonder if people are actually reading it. But hopefully you are, because I said some cool things about AW Fight Forever. I didn't. I'm just kidding. I read it. No, I was saying, I don't think anybody read it. But I, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. It. That might, you might see it again when I do my uh, top uh, best games of the year video. I'll probably use that same script in there. But, you know, whatever. If you want to hear more of us, go to patreon.com slash podcast, And for only a dollar, you can hear our bonus episodes. We just put up one where, where we talk about what... What were the be- what were the games that made us buy Nintendo systems? So we talk about uh, you know stuff that got us into PlayStation Three to uh, Boy, all sorts of different things. And there's maybe one Nintendo thing on there, but it was like a killer app episode. We talked about all the shit that you know. And if you're on the five dollar level, you can listen to the WRT Radio, which I just put up a couple days ago, and that that Valencia. Uh, Princess Mystique song is still in my head. So listen to that because it's really good. It's from uh, Air Twister, which was an awesome fucking game, which was made by the guy who did Shenmue. Check it out. Uh, it's on Switch. But yeah, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, and actually, we're we're going to take a week off and we'll be back. We won't be here next week, but the week after, we'll come back and do our best games of the year when it's actually 2024. So we have enough time to put the list together and all that. So be prepared for that. But we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Bukowski. And a special guest. Jake. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next year. See you in 